chelas Chingando tacos Having some fun Chicano chafo All kinds of masa Fernie's all nervous Give him a beer Chicano chafo Este's an asshole Just lost some fans Oh well tough shit I just wanted to help out. Three, two, big palm. One. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Chicano Chuffle. This is Ramon. And this is Stabs. I hope that's the real Stabs. This is Fernando, bro. All right. So uh, we, are, we are doing our first event since I think the last one we did was in 2019. Yeah, September. And I think it was uh, the last one was for uh, Keeping the Culture Alive. And we're back at Keeping no, the Culture Alive. I don't know, bro. We, I think the last one was with Big was Paul. Big Paul, big Paul when was, when was uh, the, the Lowrider show? 2019 or 2020? 2018. There oh, we go. Shit. What did I tell you guys? Why, why you got to change your posture? Because you're right, bro. Uh, because I just <laughs> like, I got to pop just, the shoulders, bro. Sometimes we're wrong, bro. We can't <laughs> have them off. <laughs> <laughs> Both of you are like, nah, Dang, nah. It was Dick, but he validates you and he fucking, bam. His posture goes up. Pop the chest his, open, his, bro. His phone went off. Ding. Oh, no. The ching. Ching, ching. When you get paid, when? I yeah. think his, his testosterone peaked a little right there because yeah, he was right. Se le paró, definitely. You dude. like to be right, huh, bro? I don't like to be wrong. That's for sure. I don't like to be wrong. But I do like getting I don't mind getting proven wrong Yeah, you know what? That's something that I've been learning The older I get Yeah, I don't I I, I, I don't um, I don't mind hey, hey, what are those Cubans looking at us All weird for? <laughs> those, <laughs> those Cubans peddling coffee those They, keep, they over there? keep staring over here Laughing at us What's yeah, going on? El, I don't know El employee allá, Hey yes. Those shirts make me crave like chips and salsa, way. I feel like uh, <laughs> fuck. I thought you were gonna some, say like a medianoche. Some waiter. Hey, hey, like a medianoche. Una, una, una cuba libre, hey, garzón. <laughs> una torta hawaiana. No, una torta cubana. There we go. Yeah, we're, we're looking at Istasa. You guys are representing too, right, bro? Yeah, we're right here, man. You got a couple of. Uh, where where did you guys bring these workers from? They, they look. Uh, <laughs> 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 they were trying to. They were, they were trying to fucking oh, try out for the band. Are they the closest to uh, Central Americans? Uh, Colombians you guys got or what? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, at least one of Hey, the, the Greñudo, did you guys check his, uh, his little record? Bro? Looks like I don't know. He does look looks sketchy. Like he's got a little felony well, in him. He's got that dude said he, he does drywall, but we're like, dude, we just need your pumps and coffee today. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess a white collar crime way. I don't think he's a... <laughs> on the weekends, on the weekends, he's in the cover band that was Wookiees way. El, 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 el otro fucking, I'm pretty sure, is an undercover OSHA inspector. Way. The other guy? Yeah, that guy, Um, he was talking shit about us eating uh, conchas at oh, fucking God. So, uh, listeners, I know that you, we've brought up uh, one of the, the greatest followers that we have, listeners. Jesus, the greatest way. follower? Yeah, well, he's like, he's a big supporter of the Chicano <laughs> Shuffle podcast, he, man. He's got Stockholm Syndrome, bro. I, I saw do. how you guys treat him. Right away. Uh, <laughs> biggest supporter. Uh, big Ask Paul. about the last three. Big Paul oh, stopped big by. Paul. With oh, you're wife. talking about Big Paul? Oh, yeah. well, I thought you were talking about this dude. Oh, because of the conchas. You said conchas. The dude from. Because you said, and I was going to bring up the who brought the conchas. No, but even this guy was on the same page. I was on the same page. Fix your posture because you're wrong now. We're talking about 
about this dude right here that you guys have working over there? We need yeah. a defeated posture. But I'm saying that like uh, one of our biggest listeners, uh, Big Paul, brought us some conchas. Yeah, these are bomb. Yeah, man. they're from straight out from San Bernardino. Fresh, dude. They're soft, dude. I've Leslie's never had a, number two. You know, the conchas in LA, they're hard as fuck, bro. They've been... Están secas. They, don't know, how to, they, they don't know how to store them, way. They probably keep them in the fucking... Yeah, les vale madre, they keep them in the heat lamps. No, so I think, they no. keep them next to the carnitas. I think it is. It's la gente que siempre abre... You know, like, siempre abre la puerta. I mean, it's a clear glass. Yeah. And you can see the conchas there, but they still have yeah. to open it up and look at them. That's hey, not man, an excuse, bro. That's yeah. not an excuse, because the Northgate I go to take my dad, the lady is fucking giving you the stuff. You don't, you can't get it right now. Yeah, but that's Northgate también, güey. And they're still hard. They're fucking hard. Yeah, that's Northgate, güey. You can put those fucking conchas in the pinche resortera, güey. Matas un cabrón con eso. Matas un cristiano con eso. Aquí el Big Paul también los trajo otros fucking little presents, ¿no? Oh, yeah. Nos trajo unos puros, güey. Fucking, these are like the Big Paul special, bro. Yeah, definitely. They're the, the, the Paul Joseph brand. So watch out for those. Ones. Yeah. So keep an eye out. As soon as he, he gets uh he gets it going, we're gonna throw a little shout out to him. Yeah, we're, we're promote him if he likes cigars. You know. He's your man. We got some candy over there. We que los trajeron, güey. Yeah. Escondete. ¿Cómo se llama el madre, güey? Yeah. Yeah. So fucking. Uh, the candy. Well, oh, the, uh, what is it? Where's the bag at? To. ¿Lo viste? Oh, no. Préstame esta madre. Hey, te están buscando, culero. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Miracle elixirs. Hey, those are mine, bro. I know. Miracle elixirs uh, brought us off um, some some some, some gummies with uh, chamoy and everything on it, dude. We dude, haven't, we haven't never, tried them, but they're fucking them, good, way. No. They have michelada, too. Uh, they yeah, they have a michelada mix. I told them we're going to go buy later for some michelas over there, way. Yeah, so fucking... Yeah, no, but aquí estamos. Um, I know we had a, a couple of listeners pass by and stop by and say hello. A couple of friends, too. We just saw yeah. one right now. Yeah, pass by. Trayendo la raza. Aquí está todo. The weather is really nice. I thought it was going to be, like, really super hot, but no, we, it's warm, but we got a breeze. It might be a massive tent, way. I know we did. <laughs> <laughs> We're like taking the aisle, bro. This guy brought the una, fucking family of 1610. Right? Una, una <laughs> yeah. the, the support arm? Yeah, yeah. Right there on the on the on the Ani support. Good thing that the ocean inspector yeah, was And then she's like, she's like, like she tried to play it off. Yo me hizo como que si no la vi, right? Yeah, pobrecita. I don't wanna I don't wanna get that that smoke, bro. That's uh, fucked up, bro. So we're not uh, OSHA approved right here or what? Nah, so I was going to surge on. I know. We're, we're good. So we're like, uh, pues aquí estamos. We'll, we'll break it down more. We're going to try to see if we could get uh, some of the, the the vendors here, some of the artists, and uh, and take it, take it along, man. All right. So we're going to take a small little break. Peace. I went peace. I went pausa. Ready? Ready. Three, two, one. So we're back. Took a small little union break. And with us today, we have, well, the organizer of uh, Keeping the Culture Alive, El Señor Randy. What's, What's up, Randy? Up? How's it going? Nothing much, doing? man. Welcome back, finally. I Thank know, right? Welcome how back long, to right? you, bro. Uh, no, seriously. This is our return. Finally, we're back. KTCA Art Fest. We're in Monterey Park, but I mean, it's a new city, but so far it's been good to us. It's been showing love. Not a lot sure. of different demographics, everything like that. We went around to go pass off flyers, and a lot of people were... 
they were nice, but they were more like, is it free? And I was like, yeah. yeah sure. Here like, you go. Fuck it. Yeah. yeah that was who doesn't thing. say no to the free exactly. stuff? Exactly. Huh? They came quick too. I was like, all right, cool. If it's free, hey. Yeah, but then I'm like, is everything inside free? Like, no. No, no, no. You gotta no. buy the stuff there. That's exactly. the thing is that they always want artists to start. catch. Exactly. But they want artists to start there? Yeah. Like, they want free songs. It's like everything. They want free art. Like, how the fuck are we gonna pay our bills, dude? Free promo. Yeah. Here I am. Free doing calligraphy. Free stickers. You want how much for this art? You want how much for this art? I know, right? And then they try to give you a bargain deal. Like, oh, would you do 20? Like, what? I said 200. You're not buying socks. It's not the swap. Is Monopoly money okay? No. Okay. Dos por uno. Do I get a discount because I'm a vendor? I'm like, what? But that's that's the thing, right, Randy? With artists, is even some of them feel like they shouldn't charge more than they should, right? Because they feel bad. Like, dude, it's yeah. It's because when they look at it and they really like it, you get like, you know, you get that little part of you where you're like, damn, yeah, where your emotions kick in, you're just like. Oh, do I really want to? Oh, all right, you know what? I'll cut you a break because you really want it, you know. And then you could tell when people really want the artwork, and then you could tell when they're just like, "eh," like I just want a deal, you know. Yeah. Like, it'll look cool because I can give it to someone, or yeah, it'll look nice. Yeah. Fucking, I got a white elephant grip exactly. coming up. And so shit. it's like I need something quick versus, "Hey, man, your artwork's really cool. Like I understand it. I really like this, this, and this." When they really like follow and show you real love, then it's kind of like, oh, "All right, I'll hook you up," you know. Like you're gonna. Wear it out if it's a t-shirt. You're gonna, you know, just make sure you wash it or some shit. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but Randy, you're not only the organizer, but no, you're no. also a creator for classic arts, right? Yes. So you're. You, I know that we've like a lot of the listeners that multiple that, jobs. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Wears a lot of hats. A yeah. lot of the listeners that might have gone or listened to the few episodes back or mm. a couple back. No, not a couple. Mm. Not a couple. Oh, Sorry. Couple. Isn't this your jam, Ramon? I know, right? Oh, there you go. Share the going on. Sure. Hey, my mom but, loves this song. She'll be out there dancing. Well, right? Ramon will be out there with her. I know. Hey, hey hold my headphones. I'll be back. This, this Dance a, concert. This is a, this She'll is a breakup it. song Trust for sure. Me, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> no? I think this is what There's, people go through when they go through breakups. No, no, no. Oh, my God. But uh, whatchamacallit, you have your own page. You yourself yes. are an artist. And I yes. know that you've told your story many times. And not a sandwich artist. He's not a sandwich artist. Subway artists are fucking, dude. No, no, but let's get it. There's different kinds of artists. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you've got... You went from graffiti art to now you do digital imaging. Oh, yeah. You? So I started off originally in graffiti art. Uh-huh. I went from graffiti art and someone taught me how to do airbrush. So I went to airbrush art and then from airbrush I went in and did oil, fine art, different things like that. You know, just try all mediums. And then after that, I got into digital art recently and it's been taking off. Digital art is where it's at. I went from like, you know, like just trying to do all different types of things, like what people like to now I'm like in the anime and, you know, what people are buying a lot of things you know it it just blew up and since i made that transition it's opened a lot of doors i've been designing for people too as well i've done little you know just little things here and there and i mean i just went i went to san francisco two weeks ago um i did oakland i did um went to arizona like it's been opening doors ever since i made just that simple switch you know like conventions are coming up now and i'm just like i finally got in from doing digital art and they didn't want to take me when I was doing like other kind of art and I was kind of like what kind of shit you know it's like, kind of yeah. weird no yeah. Like, yeah, I mean it sounds weird to me when, yeah. you're doing boomer art bro now you're oh, fucking nah. now you're boomer with, with the yep. time <laughs> I'm, I'm moving up with the hey, time but, for uh, sure did you get into the NFTs and all that shit that I everybody? wanted to yeah. someone offered me a really good price and then I was kind of like well I don't understand this shit like yeah. you're gonna you're gonna buy a piece of, like why don't you just buy the real thing have it hanging in your wall you know yeah, like that, what are you gonna do with the digital piece of artwork okay, like boomer yeah that, 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 that is a trippy part yeah, of it yeah I didn't understand it yeah. honestly I didn't understand I was kind of like what kind of shit is this you know like 
This is new. What I mean? Yeah, when uh, when was it? We we met like about maybe a what, month and a half. Yeah, a month and a half ago. Yeah, I want to go see him up in Whittier. You were up in uh, Old Town Whittier. Yep. And so we went to meet up, and just in those what was it? Oh, yeah, I know. You, saw, <laughs> you were selling on the tablet or when? Yeah, selling. I know. I was selling prints galore. Yeah, and I mean, shit, like yeah, people yeah. went and they bought sweaters, and it's like freaking hot that day. Yeah, they're buying sweaters buying like and shirts. It was like every other word. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. hey Ramon. Oh wait, hold on. Oh, oh like. Yeah, so Randy, hey, so what's going on? Oh, hold on, Ramon, hold on, hold on. And then I'm like, fuck, dude, this guy's busy, but that's that's a good sign. Yeah, definitely. It, it picked up, and I mean, it's been a blessing, honestly. I mean, now, now, you know, I guess mastering another type of craft is adding it under to, you know, another notch under my belt. It's amazing. It's now, great. is there like a stigma in the artist community for like, you know, digital art? Oh, yeah. So digital art, people look at it and they're like, mm, like yeah. they don't see it, I guess, as a... Ch- I don't want to call it a true art form, like those that deep. Yeah, but I mean, I a lot do. of people are saying like, ah, like it's digital art. Like you're just copying off the internet or it's so easy to do. Like, but then when you get the hang of it, when you get the hang of it, I'm not going to lie. It's easy. I mean, I could sit there and I could bust out like 40, 50 drawings versus me trying to, you know, traditionally on a canvas, like layers and layers, you know, but you do the same thing digitally, but it's just, it's done. Nowadays, it's like I can click a button. Bam, it's all together versus, you know, mixing the paint, putting it on canvas, things like that. So, I mean, yeah, there's a stigma behind it. Like people just look at digital art and they're kind of like, you know, like, okay, you're the newer age, like the boomer, you know, like it's a newer thing to do. But it's not as, you know, a lot of people aren't like, ah, they're not going to accept it as well. There's so. definitely a stigma. With but let me, El Compa también fucking uh, is giving me shit. I don't do digital art. I just yeah. do digital stuff boy. So it's yeah. like, I work in that space too but I, I, I wouldn't call it art Yeah. but it gives me shit too like oh but you did it on Photoshop right yeah it's like you eh. did that in Illustrator right now like yeah. apparently it's so much easier to do it right like oh Photoshop like do you know how to use Photoshop I can't even make a square in Photoshop let alone a circle shit but, but it, it's like he does that little hand where like waves it off yeah oh, like eh. like that's like, cool I guess but let, let me ask you this though bro cause like you mentioned that it was easy but it's really not easy but no. just the years that you've been doing it so oh yeah it, my, it, it came naturally, I guess, in the sense of like, oh, well, you know, like you're drawing on glass. Drawing on glass is like a whole nother, like it, skill, it just yeah. feels so, yeah, it's a whole nother skill. It feels weird. But then when you get the hang of it, it's like, damn, okay, I can do this for days, you know, like it's unlimited pretty so, much. So does that affect like as far as like when it comes time to like price an item? Just oh, because yeah, you, definitely. Your, your, your mindset is that it was easy. This didn't take much. Do you kind of like down? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that, right? that and yeah. because it's prints. Now yeah. it's prints, you know, I mean, before I guess that's another stigma, you know, like when you're doing digital art, I could press print 50 times and I have 50 prints of this artwork that I did. Versus I took the same amount, you know, like I took that, what, eight hours to do one painting. But in eight hours from one painting, I could do maybe, what, 200, 300 prints. That's crazy. And then so the price definitely has to go down. And I guess for me, the price goes down because I feel bad, you know, like at the same time, I I even still feel stigma against myself, you know. Yeah. So I feel like, ah. Do you still dabble with the spray paint still? Always. Always. My first love. I'll never. I'll I'll always be back to it. You know, anytime it's like, oh, here's a spray can. Oh, okay, cool. Like, I'll go to town, you know. And then I have to paint it all over, and I'm like, shit. <laughs> so. hey, your, your parents are really cool, man. We've met them every time that we've, we've done oh, these yeah. events. And, and you know what's crazy is thinking now, like, the spray cans and oh, growing man. up in the 90s. Were you a cholo? Like, your parents thought you were a cholo? No. So my mom always thought I was a nerd. My mom just thought I was a weird guy who hung out with the wrong kids. You know? Because I know, I know yeah. my, my, my parents, uh, well, my mom and people <laughs> around there, us. She no. is. It's, 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 oh, there's my mom right now. You see, mom. It's the, bringing her I some. Uh, I can ask, oh, no, that's not limonada. I can ask my mom. Right like now. a margarita wing. Hey, mom, no, quick no. question. 
question. Mom, growing up, did you think I was a cholo since I wanted to do spray can art and everything? Weird. She thought I was a graffiti artist. You had tiger. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. But you know what's the best story? I was just about to tell her story. So growing up, I went ahead and that's what I wanted to do, right? And my mom would always be like, what the heck? Like, why would you do that? She'd throw all my artwork away, everything, all the letters, all the little names, everything. She threw it all away, right? Wow. And some one guy came up to her. He was a realtor. He was a realtor, but he was an ex-cop. He was a cop or whatever. And he turned to my mom and he goes, let me ask you something. He goes, if your son wanted to be a doctor, would you would you support him? My mom was like, hell yeah. Would your son want to be a lawyer? Would you support him? Yeah. So if your son wants to do art, how come you don't support him? And my mom looked at him and was like, oh, damn. And then the next day, my mom Get went and bought all those spray cans. My mom brought all the books. She brought the canvases. And that same cop gave me an airbrush and everything. That, that's yeah. good because she could have easily said, I'm not supporting him because then I have to support him. Yeah. Starving artist. You looked oh, yeah. up. Because oh, yeah. that's what my mom would have said. Yeah. There's a financial I don't, reason. I don't support him because then I have to support him if he's a musician. <laughs> but yeah, and, that, and from that day on, I mean, my mom supported me the whole way. Oh, mom, I need this. You got to be 18 or older. Okay, there she goes buying it and people are looking at her and I'm just smiling like, damn, there goes my mom doing it, you know? <laughs> I need some mean streaks. Yeah, okay. right. And I would buy it. My mom would be like, oh yeah, here you go. And I'm just like, oh shit, like my mom's cool. My friends used to be like, damn, your mom's badass. She buys your spray cans and stuff. I'm like, yeah, uh, it's cool. I mean, I mean, I, people looked at me like I was weird, but I was like, they thought my mom was the best thing. Yeah. She still is. I love you. Look at me now. That's why when people say that they're self-made, dude, I always laugh, man, because nobody's yeah. self-made. I'm not self-made. Like everybody has uh, entourage or oh, people yeah. around you that an origin story. Exactly. Yeah, right. And, For me, and then, like Estelle said, that that story could have went the other way. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, no matter I what my, that cop said. For me, it was my family backing me up. You know, I've always had my family backing me up whenever I wanted just. Even the idea of doing this, you know, I got tired of going city to city. We would travel city to city everywhere from San Fernando Valley all the way down to San Diego doing shows. And then finally I was like, why don't I just try putting on a show here, you know, in my city of Montebello? And now sure we're in Monterey enough, Park. Yeah, now we're in. And here we are now in Monterey Park going back to Montebello soon. Oh, yeah. Tell our listeners what, what happened. What's with, the cheese man? What okay. was the cheese man with Mon- okay, Monterey okay. Park in Montebello? Okay, so Montebello, great city. Just too much red tape. There was a lot of red tape. Not gonna lie, there was a lot of red tape. We had a jump hurdle after hurdle, and it w- it got annoying. It got to the point where I was kind of like, you know what, the city doesn't want us, so screw it, we're out, you know. And then um, my mom did a show here. They had a small boutique, and my mom was all like, "Hey, do you guys want to put on a show here?" And the lady was all like, "What kind of show?" And my mom just, you know, mom just, did mom. Yeah, things. my mom did yeah. mom thing. She tell the whole thing, and next thing you know, you know who boom, my son here is. Here we are, exactly. <laughs> tiger. <laughs> this is exactly that's exactly the thing. Do you know who my son is? I, I go everywhere. I'm like, damn, here I come. Yeah. <laughs> but we have three sons, so I'm hoping she has three sons. So I'm hoping she's all like, oh, please say Ronnie, please say, please say Ruben. No, but here comes Randy. Damn. Oh, wait a minute. So all your siblings, all, yeah, you know, your all siblings of us are all ours. ours. Yeah, like Ruben, the, Ronnie, and Randy. A doctor, yeah. a lawyer, doctor, <laughs> lawyer, and tiger, and the tiger. The black sheep. Yeah, exactly. But you see, my name's Randy. My brother's Ronnie. My other brother's Ruben, but I'm Randy because my name rhymed. I was supposed to be Marty, and I'm just like Marty the Tiger. Nah, El Randy. McFly? Yeah, okay. Marty McFly, but instead I rhymed. Oh, yeah. dang. You see, there you go. That's an old picture. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Horrible. There's, Why would you pull that up? Hey, there's Why coffee would... still going on, man. <laughs> Uh-oh. There's still coffee, yeah. coffee de oro. Okay. No, acts like he doesn't know we're recording. Hey, so sorry, sorry, guys, we had a heckler. Uh, I know. Heckler. We got a heckler. He couldn't wait till we finished. I know. How, many, how many breaks do we give these employees? With? I, know. I don't know. Dude, you got them at Home Depot, bro. What do you expect? 
<laughs> That's horrible. But yeah, like I said, I've been doing it now, and we're back again. You know, my family's all out here again. We're out here doing it. We obviously have more it's members to add. It's a much smaller event. It's much it's smaller. Yes, yeah. definitely it's smaller. We fit 50 artists today. Oh, so there's 50 artists in here. Are we considered artists, Randy? Yeah, of course you're considered oh, wow. artists. Yeah. Dude, we're, we're, artists. Artists. Yeah. we're moving exactly. up. Artists, I think I'm spot. not sure about podcasters, but yeah. Yeah. Hey, podcasters are artists. Artists. Yeah, heck yeah, radio. So, some lady you know, said we had a radio show. I thought, yeah, it's a radio show. That's what my mom tells everyone. Oh, you should meet Chicanos. They have a radio show. They're all over the radio. So this time we showed up and like, you know, post-COVID, we really didn't. Talk you know, don't have enough. yeah we yeah. don't have the the merch or the stuff that you know normally we do at these yeah. events so she's asking for like a sticker or, or something and Esteban's looking for it and we can't find <laughs> it some lady right yeah and then okay I, I found a bag of like one of our first live events. <laughs> And, and I brought it just in case, just to show the guys, hey, yeah. look at what I found. And one of them, we have like the, we, we, we were giving out condoms. Oh, oh my God. The ones he blamed yeah. that we lost. He goes, Esteban, you have them, right? Oh. No, I don't got. Hey, Dude, Fernando, there's a whole bag of them? condoms right there. Oh, yeah, but remember, he, he kept I saying, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest I wouldn't trust those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was a good, it was a good souvenir because it says Chicano Shuffle. Novelty but it's amazing. Only, novelty right? only. Novelty only. Yeah. Novelty. Thank us for your baby later. Because <laughs> they're like five years old. Right. right? There you go. Uh, we're not. We're yeah. not five years they, old. They've been sitting in the garage, bro. Those aren't. Those aren't proper conditions. To, <laughs> yeah. OSHA, OSHA was to not certified. Baby, hey, it's a boomer situation now. You're gonna start the baby boomer starting. Early from our first show, no. She didn't want it though. I offered her the condom because yeah, she didn't want it. Yeah. So we're like, my dad still has his glass. My dad has his T-shirt. My dad has everything. He sits on the couch. I'm like, damn, he looks like an ad. He's just sitting there with a cup. <laughs> does he like do the chicken? He does. I told He's you. Like, or two. Yeah. <laughs> or two, right? That's we will. Heck yeah. But it's yeah. funny though. Oh, well. <laughs> but like I said, we're back again. It's awesome. It's amazing. We're coming back August. Now, finally, this um, after COVID, everything's been opening up. So August, we're looking like we're going to be at a new park in Montebello. So, of course. Oh, it's not going to be the same big no, park. No, not going to be at the same big park, but it's going to be at their newer park, Taylor Ranch Park. So, it's their newer park that they just opened up. So, it's That's it's, one on Montebello Boulevard? Big. The yep. one that took that, like 10 years? To yeah, 10 years to build, yeah. Oh, that's down the street from my house. Oh, even <laughs> better. You, okay, so, you better uh, be the hey, first so one. You better right, be right. So, I'll we'll be, be there on time. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. You'll be there on time no, for sure. I'll be late. No, we won't. You can sleep over or something. That means I can leave 10 minutes. Randy, when you send the confirmation to us for the next event, please put two hours. No, uh, two hours earlier. Yeah. Well, no, we called. I thought, remember, I told we you? talked. I know, Randy. Oh, yeah. We talked. Then I'm but like, we, we were set up in time. When, yeah, oh, yeah. Technically, we were still set up in time. So I don't understand the beef, bro. The holiday was done in time. Hey, bro, I was in the sun without this fucking 20 foot. He was, uh, standing, he was standing outside just like this little with your yeah. case and everything. I was all like, oh, man. I was arguing with some people. They said I was a uh, sopa de pito. Oh, what the? That was the oh one for Canceled. <laughs> hey, these Central yeah. Americans got some, bro. Oh, they got some God. lines, bro. They got Seriously. some lines. Yep. So yeah, definitely. We're like, you know, like, um, at least you, you, you're going back to, to, oh, your, yeah. to your, to your city. Oh yeah, know? definitely. We're going back to Montebello and I mean, we're going to be there for August. Hopefully we stay there monthly, but I mean, we already got offered. We got a big offer for September. So we're hoping to throw our like year show. Like it's probably be our right biggest now, one. It'll probably be our biggest one. What's for the sure. biggest uh, like uh, amount of vendors that you had at uh, uh, one event? Two hundred and twenty-five vendors from across the world, including we had um, 
uh, for states, we had probably all the way from New York. We had um, we had Mexico. We had uh, Canada. We had New. Um, who else did we have? We had so many. In Montebello. Yeah, in Montebello, 226 vendors. We had 16 live bands. We had um, 16 food trucks. We had everything. It was our that was our biggest. And then date. and then Chicano Shuffle came along and what what? Yeah, we no, scared everybody. I know you guys came in. Right? It was like what? What's going on? <laughs> oh my god! They got Chicanos? <laughs> what? All the riffraff. Hey, you know all, all the weirdos started coming. <laughs> all bad. All bad. Say hi to us. Fights all everywhere. <laughs> we were brought out of weirdos. Horrible. But yeah, like I said, we came back and we're it's, it's we're going. You know, I mean, 226 was the biggest, and we're looking for the next venue that we have in place. We're looking at uh, we can fit 300 alone just for the outside on the inside another 300. So that'll be 600 right. vendors. That's gonna be big. Wow. That's fucking Coachella. Big. Shit, oh, I'm. A, I'm it's big. I can announce it here because I mean, if it works out, it'll yeah. be great. You know, like like they say, if you speak it, yeah. it'll come into yeah. truth. So I mean, we have it, and we're looking at. I have a meeting next week, so it's it's gonna be where the OC fair is held. So we're gonna be oh, we're shit. looking at the OC event grounds. They approached and Holy they asked, and shit. of course, I jumped on it very quick. I was all like. Where? Ooh, I had to make sure I had to Google the name, and I was all no, like, "Let's let me see if ask this guy's you, do legit." You know, do you have the the, the 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 amount to fill it? Yeah. Oh, you are the, you kidding? Yeah, the yeah. amount of vendors we had three hundred vendors try to apply just for this event alone. Really? Yeah, three hundred hey, alone got, just for here. We fucking made the cut, guys. Yeah, you guys made the cut quick. The moment all that Chicano show, inch, there it is. Yeah, I guys, saw it. You guys like are when family. I saw you know, it, it. His pops would kill him. Oh yeah, yeah, my dad, my mom. No, my mom would. You were the first one. Hey, is Chicano show gonna be here? I was like, yes, mom. Dude, okay, I, good. His dad recognized me. Since I got up, I was like, yep. damn, this dude remembers us. Yeah, no way. I, I was helping kidding? him set up the, the the coffee over there. Yeah. And from like across the thing, I saw a dude fucking waving. Yeah, that's like the Wonder Years. Yeah, like Paul Schaefer. Not, not Paul Schaefer Paul I really forget <laughs> I was like And he fucking comes over He's like Oh shit What's up yeah, hey, Rand- Randy for like uh, An event like that bro Like it's It's way bigger than This oh, yeah. one And bigger than the ones That you've done before Oh like, yeah What's the What's the biggest issue uh, The difference between An event like that Like something that You think that you're Going to encounter than setting up something like this for versus that versus the space is no problem vendors is no problem i think it would just be spreading the word getting the word out there as much as possible you know it's hard we got a lot of people who who want to spread the words then we have people who don't you know so it's back and forth and a lot of it's um battling against events because there's a lot of events that go on the same day so it's always making sure you call it now yeah, call dibs now and then you know everybody else is like shit run like all right we can't do nothing on that day because we already know so that's one of the hardest things, I guess. That's one of our biggest issues when it comes down to it, you know? Placing vendors, staff, everything like that. We can do all that, but I mean, it's always getting at that. Uh, do you have to deal with insurance? You have to get... So, yeah, we carry everything. Okay. We carry... That was the first thing when I learned how to get into this. They told me that was the first thing I had to learn how to get into. So I, I ran for it. I was like, okay, insurance, license permits. Like, how do I figure this out, you know? And the guy who's helping me for that event with the OC... Like he's he's just like I got everything, bro. I just need the vendors and I need you to be there. And I was all like, "Damn, like me out of everyone you could have picked." Like he personally addressed me, and I was like, "Damn, I wonder who gave him my name." You know, like shit. I thought I was in trouble, and no, he was all like, "This is what I do. This is what I host. Can you do it?" And I was like, "Yeah." Like shit. 
So, you know so, what I So if the torta ahogada gives me chorro at your events, I'm covered? Yeah, you're covered. Right? You know what? You <laughs> nice, are. Nice, yeah, bro. That's an uninsured. No. Yeah. Tag the person that's suing you, man. You signed that liability waiver, didn't you, on the way in? So you're set. It's all covered. You're blanketed under it. So you're good to go. No mames, <laughs> man. Randy. All right, Randy. Well, look, Definitely. thank you for taking the time. Always. Thank you for, thank you for guys letting for us always. come over and, and do the thing. Are you thing, kidding? You, know? you guys are family. Thanks, How could I say no? There's never no, anything. No, it, it wouldn't be Art Fest without Chicano Shuffle. There it is. Period. You heard it first. Period. Sass. That's a t-shirt right there. Yep. I already have my t-shirt. You already uh, gave me one. No, but I mean, it we wouldn't be Art Fest. Oh, oh exactly. It wouldn't be an Art Fest without yeah. Chicano Shuffle. We're expecting that at the event, that oh, the flyer for that big event. It oh, wouldn't be. Uh, yeah, we featuring <laughs> your band. Yeah. You're, you're you know, like how the does it like Exactly. What was that slogan again, Randy? It wouldn't be Art Fest without Chicano Shuffle. Coming to the OC fucking fairground. There it is. That'll be amazing. Damn, bro. All the seven one fours. I'm gonna call my grandma to put a bid in for that property. Right? We, yeah, made man. <laughs> we made it. Definitely made it. I'm out. I'm out. Right. Pongas down payment. We made uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but, yeah but we oh. gotta go. Oh shit. Nope. See, see, yeah. this is this is this well, is. see that the power went out. Damn. So I guess that's the biggest issue. Power. Hey, power. We I know. That's why I got that wrong. Like, hey, well, let's borrow this real quick nah, so I can start up the DJ. I think we're like at seventy percent right oh, now. Oh, man. Oh, All right, never mind. All right, but um, see, there you go. It never ends. I gotta go do this. <laughs> go handle hey, it. Figure out the power. Make sure you don't touch the red cable oh, with the but. black cable together. Why? Because how you end up with babies? No, and leave the green one alone. We got something for that. Yeah, right. No, I'm gonna end up with babies. <laughs> but once again, thank you guys. Thank you to Chicano Show for always coming out. This is classic art. You can follow us at Keeping the Culture Alive. Uh, hashtag Keeping the Culture Alive. Or, you know, check us out on everywhere. And uh, Montebello Art Fest, we're coming back August. Right, so thank you guys. Right, thank pues. you very much. Awesome. I can hear myself. All right, we're ready for you? Yeah, it's weird. Right. Three, two, one. So we're back from our break, and uh, today we have a we have another we have another guest that, that we just happened to meet that she walked up to us and yes, it was uh, an interesting conversation that we were having. Why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, so my name is Amani B. I'm the host of Subcultural on Spoon Radio, um, and I also just work in the TV space. But overall, I'm just in the community, really interested in media um, and also radio. So that's why I'm here. Sorry, I you got caught me you in the middle of a bite, sorry. <laughs> Ramon, like he hasn't been doing this for four years. Like. No, I thought I was going to do a follow-up. You're the, you're the first one that goes. And, uh, why are you changing the format, man? In the middle of an interview. I know, right? So, so Amani, um, you were telling us about this Spoon. You are telling us Spoon Radio. Mm-hmm. And you were telling us about this uh, program that you got going on and that you do different episodes. Right. Um, what is the... What, what, what's... What I want to, I guess... um. What is your goal with doing this? Yeah. So with doing Spoon, um, I was originally approached by the head of content, Clint Spears, because they wanted to branch out and create these original programming that I mentioned. Um, but to go into radio, I really wanted to be an authentic voice in this space, especially because my target demo is like 13 to 22. And there's not a lot of black women who come from like the hood, basically, who are talking to these kids about like real stuff and giving them um, an honest point of view. So I wanted to be that person. But I think overall, as I mentioned to you guys before we started the, the show, um, I'm really interested in going on TV and being a talent um, and being like Anthony Bourdain who traveled around the world and was able to give like a real world perspective that a lot of Americans don't get. Um, and then as a black woman, I want to have my own show and give that new narrative because we don't really hear that perspective a lot of times in, in media. 
Where, where did you grow up in? Uh, so it's a, it's a long story. I grew up in <laughs> Newark in Jersey, um, and then I also grew up in Atlanta. So the East Coast, I would say. Mm-hmm. Wow, how'd you get over here? <laughs> the, another I mean, long story. Another long story, all right. <laughs> so I like hustle a lot. So in college, um, as I mentioned, I really like traveling. Um, and I was long story short, I was in foster care. People would tell me all the time that you can't do this, you can't go out the country, you could never like be someone, basically. And I kind of had like a chip on my shoulder from that. So I made sure in college to travel to like Korea, Jamaica, um, where else did I go? Like Sweden, France, all these amazing places. And then like internships um, to in a lot of different places. But saying all that to say, when I graduated, um, I'm like, I don't want to go into the workforce workforce and just be another cog in the machine. I kind of want to do something with my life. So I took a year, um, actually started a startup in the construction industry and was in this incubator in upstate New York doing that for a year. And then decided to come out to San Francisco because they had this thing called Y Combinator. Do y'all know what that is? No, um, I don't. Oh, you know, okay. So yeah, so just to, for the listeners who don't know what it is, it's basically a seed incubator program. So like Airbnb was in that, um, Reddit, really big companies now. Um, so I'm like, let me pitch this to them and try to get that off the ground. And then when I landed in California, I'm like, actually, I don't actually want to do construction. It was fun. I really wanted to make an impact in that space. But my heart was in media. And I'm like, damn, I'm already like three hours from L.A. I might as well like take the leap and just get into TV. So that's what I did. That wow. sounds like a great story. Thank I mean, you. It's um, one of those things where, you know, we all come from the hood as well, you know. And when, when you're in that environment... There, there's people that are in the hood that that don't even. They've, I mean, we're. In, I, I I grew up in Linwood, which is not too far from here. Uh, the beach is like maybe I don't know, like 20 minutes away. Mm-hmm. There's people that grew up where I grew up that never seen the ocean, just yeah. because the politics of the streets where you can't go from this block to this block, and right. it's, all, it's all this BS that keeps us fighting with each other, right? Mm-hmm. So when you started traveling, what? what how was it like just experiencing that world? I mean, it must have been like like uh, like a faucet just opening up and all of a sudden you get all these different cultures. And Yeah. So the first place I went abroad to was London. I had an internship with this media company called Afropean Magazine out there. Really dope place. Um, really dope magazine. And also London is a great place. But when I first landed... Um, it was weird because there's so many black people in London, especially the place that I was in. And I... I thought I would just have this, like, basically this white man's travel experience because all the shows I watched were white men. Yeah. And then I never thought, <laughs> it's weird, right? I, if you look at me, I'm not a white man, like, at all. <laughs> um, and then I'm like, oh, shit, like, my background really influences how people talk to me, how people understand me. Like, so this one experience I had, I was in, like, basically Bodega and back in, um, in London. And I wasn't talking. I came to the store and the guy was trying to, like, basically overcharge me for this um, item. And then I started talking. He was like, oh, shit, she's American. And started giving me all this free stuff. I was like, make sure to tag us, do all this stuff. And I'm like, bro, oh, I, I didn't realize how much my, one, my Americanness influenced how people treat me abroad and then how my blackness, because I think when I came into the store, he was kind of like, oh, let me just, you know, get a quick buck off this black girl. But he didn't know, like, how he, he, he tried to use my Americanness to basically, um, I don't want to say exploit. That sounds like <laughs> very serious, but... To, yeah. to get to get over kind of yeah. and so I kind of wrestled with that a lot like when I went to Morocco that was like the first time I ever went to Africa overall and I, I remember I landed and I started bawling my eyes out and because um, it was it was just a very I think like spiritual journey just being an African American going back to like Africa for the first time like from my lineage and I had all these preconceived notions about Africa about Morocco and then when I landed 
one, there's not uh, a lot of dark-skinned people that I thought would be in Morocco. Um, and when I did see someone who I thought looked like me, they they uh, identified as Arab and they oh, identified wow. as Moroccan. And I'm like, wait, it it was such like a world shift. I'm like, I don't understand because I had these all these preconceived notions. So, yeah, yeah I think traveling overall was me breaking down a lot of biases, understanding like who I am and how I show up in a space is actually very important. Um, and I forgot the question you were asking. That was a nice That was a good one. Thank you. I like, you're definitely from uh, Jersey because I like yeah. how you referred to it as a bodega. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bodega, I didn't know, any, yeah, I didn't know how to. Convenience store? Yeah. Because our listeners would think it's a warehouse. Yeah. Bodega is a warehouse. Oh, that's crazy. Okay. See, I was just telling them I'm trying to speak Spanish and then I guess. Yeah, that's amazing. They're like, I'm like, una bodega? You know what? Um, that feeling that you got, it felt like home, right? When you were there. that That's kind of like how we feel when, when we go back to Mexico. Like, mm. that's where our parents are from. And whenever you're there, it's just, there's something that you can't explain. An energy. Yeah, it's right? like your home. Yeah. Like, wait, this feels like... Yeah. Like, you For know, sure. it's like, it's, it's important to feel that, right? Huh? It's a little, it's hard to explain it, but yeah, you feel it. You know, like when you, like expressing the love that you have for your family or, or a friend, you know, you really can't explain it. You just feel it. And it's the same right here. You know, you just, you're home. And then five minutes in, they steer your wallet and you're like, yeah, we're in Mexico. Definitely <laughs> yeah. in Mexico. Oh, yeah. Fuckers. China hustle. You, you guys haven't fucking yeah. changed, huh? You know, <laughs> I'm home. You know, that the experience you had where like, you know, the, 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 the bodega <laughs> attendee, attendant was trying to take advantage of your American mm-hmm. when, when they, when, at least in Latin America, because it's happened to us, uh, because Esteban and I, we took a trip in Peru back in 08. Yeah. And, they have two type two type of tariffs. They have the local tariff, and then they have the the, the what'd you say, the, the tourist mm-hmm. tariff, right? Mm-hmm. So right away, if they know that you're from the U.S., from. they like three times higher, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, so we were saying like, oh, we're we're Mexican, we're Mexican, yeah, yeah. We, because our Spanish is like it's passable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you know we we have a little chop here and there, but for the most part, like when we we understand the banter, yeah, yeah, and it was it's with the banter that we get away with it. We had to speak it properly, mm-hmm. then yeah, we we get caught. They know yeah. we're fake. Red yeah. flags yeah. everywhere. Yeah, but see that that's that, that's interesting because now I realize that th- there's a difference be- because you you said that when you're in Europe, the American thing was like oh. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. with us, we don't say we're American because it's different for us. For yeah. us, we we want to hide the fact that we speak English. Yeah, we don't want to get kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to get extorted. Yeah, because with, they think we're, we have money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And not yeah. only that, but like if you want a taxi in Mexico or Latin America, when we're in South America, um, it's cheaper when you uh, we ask for a taxi in Spanish. Yeah, and do in English. Yeah, like hey, I need you to take me to this place. You know, and you're like hey, they're like, oh, all right. But if you're like hesitant or they notice that you're you're your act or like when you're speaking it's choppy or you're nervous then yeah they, they're like oh we got them isn't that crazy like I think about not to get too deep on the podcast but I think about like American colonialism and how people have all these preconceived notions because of your Americanness yeah. and like when I'm in America I don't consider myself American I consider myself black you know yeah. but when I'm abroad how people catch on to that Americanness first and they're yeah. like oh that's who you are and I'm like wait what I'm a black woman it's crazy but, it's but you know what you were telling me that you did a little sneaker um, little episode on, on that app that you were telling yeah. me about so you understand what the American influence is around the world yeah like Japan I mean music hip hop mm-hmm. 
um, the way we dress, Nike, um, Supreme, anything you can think of. They want to dress like us. They want to act like us. They want to talk like Americans. They want to. They want to have that swag and that. The that. music, the movies. Yeah. So, yeah. so America's, um, you know, America means different things to everybody, right? We're all going through a different journey and a different path, but. To me, uh, America is the people, not necessarily the politics and and what you know what what's portrayed out there. Because there's a lot of misconceptions of what America is, right? Like, I I feel like we're the ones that make up this country, you know. And, and obviously, we find our people and we find people that understand where we're coming from. Because at the end of the day, I mean, we just want to be validated, right? We want to feel like our struggle is worth you know, the effort that we put into it. So I think it's very important for, for, I mean, we all grew up, I mean, we were born with plastic spoons, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Roaches in the houses, rats. I mean, I ha we, we all been through that and no AC. Yeah. Let me see how. Fuck, I don't know. Do y'all eat mayonnaise sandwiches? Cause you oh, know where yeah. from? Yeah. yeah. My mom, I remember I went to my cousin's house. We ate mayonnaise and cheese sandwiches and my mom, my mom found out and she literally beat her ass. She was like, cause we, we lived in the hood, but she was like, nah, that's ghetto, which is very funny. Cause I'm like, we are still poor. We can't have filet yeah. mignon with this, like, you know, yeah. toast. Yeah, the, Hierarchies in the hood. Yeah, the it's label weird. doesn't matter, huh? Right? My mom used to put the cheese in the burger. We used to go to McDonald's uh -huh. and she would say, you can get a cheeseburger. We got cheese at home. Because yeah. wow. it's 26. All the time. Yeah. And I'm like, it doesn't taste the same, mom. Yeah. You don't get it. It doesn't. <laughs> I don't know what kind of fake cheese they use, but it's not the same. Mom, yeah. this government cheese is not fucking right? working out. Oh, oh, man. Like, oh, you just a thief. The block. <laughs> the big fucking block. Hey, you can protect your house with that shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody breaks in, they're like, hey, that's a, that's a solid brick right there, bro. Hey, you make a quesadilla after, too. Yeah. <laughs> Scrape it off. Yeah, so that, that's that's great that you have that balance, right? I mean, yeah. It's, it's a lot of people don't get... What, what do you think it is? Why do people... Why are they afraid to travel? Or why are they afraid to take risks? Um, I can only speak from, like, the black experience instead of, like, making a generality, but... I feel like in the black community, it's kind of like what you were saying earlier. You don't leave like your block. Yeah. You know, you think your block is your life. Like when I first, even when I was bouncing between Atlanta and Jersey, I'm like, oh shit, like life is bigger than my little community. Like that was wild to me. And since one, it really boils down to money. Like they keep us so poor and so like bare minimum. What's the, what's the thing, the Pavlov? Is it Pavlov's the hierarchy of needs? Ooh, I think you got it us is. there. The basically, yeah, some some theory, whatever the guy's name is, about um, there's like so like for survival, you think about your house, you think about eating, and then you can think about stuff like luxuries, like oh, where am I going to like have fun? You know, they keep us at the bottom and always thinking about wait, can I make rent? Can I eat? Um, and so people don't really think about. Or they don't really see themselves traveling because they're like, I can't do that. Like, I can no. barely, you know, live where I am right now. You don't get to that um, tier, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I wish I remember the guy's name. So I think it stems a lot from that. And also, I really believe that media plays a really big part. Because yeah. if you can't visualize yourself, um, even in, like, these fictional, like, places, if you can't visualize yourself there, you're not ever going to 
imagine yourself in a role place, you know? So that's why I want to be like a talent in like a, a actual travel TV show to be like for little like black kids. Like, no, you can actually do this. You can be, we, I'm super weird. I love anime. I love like K-pop. Like I'm not the traditional black girl that you see on TV, but I want to show a different side of blackness to be one, like you said, validated. Yeah. And also, um, well, <laughs> not external validating, validation because I'm good. Yeah. But, <laughs> but to show others that, you know, you are valid. And also to, I think, give another spin to like this Americanness. Like I am completely, completely unique, um, and that's okay. And I'm also American. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird, and that's where like the the Chicano word comes in, you know. Because for us, growing up, I mean, everybody that is so that can uh, say that they're a Chicano is we were we were too white to be Mexican, and we were too brown to be American. So for us, we were caught in that in between. When we would go back to Mexico. The, me personally, the only time I went back to Mexico is when somebody died. That was a trip. <laughs> it was not a fucking luxury, you know? It's not it like, was not a vacation. It's not a vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And grandma died. Let's go fucking to Mexico. And yeah. so you went down there and, and to your Mexican cousins, the people around, you were too white to be a Mexican. So they would, they would say, you're not Mexican. So, And then here, we're not, we're not American. You're Mexican. So we were caught in that in that weird Limbo. fucking space, dude, where we, we had to figure out what the fuck are we? Yeah, in Spanish we say ni de aquí ni de allá. No. So nor from here nor from there. Okay. You but, know, so but, I guess that's where Chicano comes from. But community is very important and that's why um that's why it's important to have that. Like you said, you wanna be the voice and and that's why we do what we do, you know, because nobody really that, that looks like us really like does stuff like Yeah, that's this. why I stopped. I'm like, oh shit, this yeah. is dope. Like, being grounded. Like, okay, I see y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of them is stuffing his face with concha. <laughs> <laughs> all typical. Yeah. The other one had cerveza. Yeah. Well. I was drinking. We, we fit all the stereotypes that everybody had. At once. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I know what's up. <laughs> we, we covered everything. <laughs> you checked off all the boxes. The one's chopping it up with the people here. <laughs> there, there's lucky, sweet lucky. bread. There's lucky. beer. Oh shit! No, allegedly there's beer under there. There's, uh, there's like there's there's uh, di diabetes in the fucking the can. can right here. But I love this. Like on the East Coast, I feel like it's not. It's it's kind of segregated. Like no. there's Mexicans on one side, there's Black folks on the other side, there's Indians on the other on another side. But in I feel like in California, and correct me if I'm wrong. I've only been here for like a year, but people intermingle so much like I've actually never met another or a Chicano Chican yeah a Chicano person on the East Coast this yeah. is my first time and I'm like wow this is like really dope like yeah. this would not happen yeah right here you from. could throw a stone and hit a Chicano on the head because so there's dope. so many of us out yeah. there I mean there's a <laughs> big there's, there's a big culture in LA right yeah. I mean even like anything that you can think of LA's always been like um like Chica, lowrider yeah. stuff. I mean, hip hop even like with with everything that's going on, and, and so there's, this has always been like a mecca, you know. So um, I don't say that I'm Mexican because I wasn't born in Mexico, but there's people that that say they're Mexican, and they're born here, but then that's where we we. I mean, I feel like I'm a Chicano. Like my parents are Mexican, but I'm I'm not Mexican because I wasn't born over there. But it's just kind of this weird little thing that that happens, man. But but it's um I, I feel like just finding your community and and, and we. We get DMs all the time from people that that thank us for doing this, and I'm sure you're gonna do the same. You're gonna get the same thing, and that's what's gonna drive you to, to going, pursue it. When you, you know? feel like you're like you're tired, you're done, it's too late, you had a heavy week, and then you're like, dang, you know what? But 
my followers or my listeners or my viewers. Um, Wait, my followers? Well, no, no, no. Hey, this ain't that. a cult, bro. What are you talking about? Oh my God. <laughs> Follow me. I know, right? <laughs> the, that, that's going to be the drive. You know, that's going to be the drive. But right now that he was bringing up, um, well, he just brought up like you growing up in Jersey. Like, what was your concept of LA? Like, growing up, what what is it that New New Jerseyans, you know, Jersey, 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 New Yorkers, New Yorkers, New Yorkers. New Yorkers. How bad did that sound? New, I know. New Jerseyans. I've never said, I don't know. I've always said New Yorker, but I've never said, like, I'm just from Jersey. But I, I figure, like, the people from New York Jersey. don't want to get associated with New Jersey. They don't, and yeah. we don't want to be associated with them. Exactly. So, so that's why case. I figured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know? I can finally ask this question because I'm speaking oh, to somebody God, from I'm Jersey. Terrified. Oh, shit. Um, is the Statue of Liberty in New York? It's in Jersey. Okay. It's in Jersey. <laughs> I knew you were going to say okay, that. Okay, thank you. I'm like, honestly, so many New York people who live in New York, or sorry, people who work in New York live in Jersey, and I'm like, how do you have so much hatred for us? Because it's very weird. Like, we're right there. It's strange. Like, all those mansions you see, it's in Jersey. Not not my part of Jer- Jersey, but, yeah. you know, somewhere in Jersey, so the hate okay. is stupid. Uh, that's so funny. Yeah. So... Statue of Liberty mm-hmm. in Jersey. It's in Jersey. I don't know. Somebody listening to this is in New York because <laughs> yeah. we have New York listeners. They're, They're about to get mad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Flipping out right now. Getting my teams like, dare you. Just <laughs> my set. Yeah. How dare you. Oh, God, so funny. <laughs> How dare you, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Jersey. How crazy did that? That sound kind of weird, right? It sounded weird. Yeah. But, I don't I mean, but it would be accurate. You're making it look bad, bro. What the hell? No, no. Because no, that's probably the real go thing, but no one has ever said that. But that's the thing, though. No one in the history of Go walk that off, bro. No, We're gonna continue. I'm really no, to have your I stick by it. We're gonna continue this conversation. Go walk it off, bro. That was uncalled for. You insulted our guests. Now I'm embarrassed. Yeah, this is an embarrassing segment. You insulted our guests. No, no. <laughs> but going back to the question, what was your concept of LA? What like when you listened to the radio or heard the movies, watched the magazines or the newspaper or you know what, what? What was your idea of LA? Um, so I'm really bad with black movies, but isn't it the movie Boys in the Hood that's based in LA? Yeah, Compton. Yeah, so that was my only understanding of LA. Damn. Um, and then that Ice Cube song. I'm really dating myself. That I don't know the lyrics. But um, today was I, a good day. Thank you so much. I'm like, okay, that's LA. Um, but I don't know. I I always imagine it to be very. Um, Brown. I didn't expect to see as many white people as there are. I didn't expect to see as many. Oh, gentrification um, is real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh wow. Um, so that was one big thing. Um, sorry, it's hard to talk. Oh yeah, also yeah, to have yeah, the brown yeah, okay. in the background. Oh, where's your um, numbers at? <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Right? I'm probably gonna lose. Even though know, I got this T-shirt, so I I'm shouldn't. looking at. This is the only time you're gonna win when you're not paying attention. Yeah, right. But you know what? That that whole thing that you were talking about, where everybody is like coming together, it it, it honestly wasn't like that when we were growing up in the '90s. Yeah, um, for sure. Media, they 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 had a lot of. Uh, you know, there was a lot of brown and black fights. There was a lot of hatred. They Even were, amongst ourselves, with the yeah, Salvadorians, the Central Mexicans, Americans, and the and the Mexicans, there was a lot of. You know how the hood is, though, man. We're, we're fighting with each other instead of helping each other like come out of it. You yeah, know? And they do that on purpose, though. They do, yeah. I mean, the media is like you said. I mean, you, you're involved in the media, right? You said yeah, you were working. I, there? Yeah, I work in TV. So, have you seen that side of things where they where they kind of uh, manipulate manipulate the? Yeah. The, so I'm not. So my last company, which I'm not going to say. Um, it's 
very they have an arm that is very notorious for the news. So everyone knows what we're talking about. Fox yeah. News. Thank you. Or maybe, I don't know. I don't know. So I used to work at that <laughs> company and I I could see how they um push one narrative. No. Um not necessarily about like brown people, but like if there is a dominant um, narrative, even if it's wrong, but even if it's negative, they will push that because it sells. And that is one thing that I hate so much. Like, um, I used to work on like a talk show, and like some of the some of the stories we would do, I'm like, this is bottom of the barrel shit. Yeah. Like, why are we doing this? But it's like, oh, people people love the shade room. People love stuff like that. They love when we tear each other down. So it's like, yeah, I see that a lot, and it's it's very frustrating. That sucks. I think a, a lot of execs are like, oh, well, we're going to keep doing these same stories because we know it sells. But if if you don't try something else, how are you going to really know if that real shit, the authentic stuff? It's going to sell too, no. you know. But yeah. so you don't really try. But see, that that's where we come in, right? Because mm-hmm. we see that need, and if these execs, if they are, they want the the continuous uh, sponsorship from uh, sponsors and the ad revenues that they get. Yeah, that's where an opportunity for you and us and, and other people that want to represent their, their communities. That's where we can come in and and kind of fill that void, right? So it's a great opportunity for for us to be alive right now. If you really have the drive. Um, to get out there to make a change in the community that you're involved in. Yeah, I think right now is the best time to be alive. Dude, honestly, I say that all the time. Bro, I'm so glad I wasn't yeah. born 50 years ago. Like, Can you imagine? No. Oh, I careful. Couldn't. There's I'm a lot of people born here 50 years ago. <laughs> well, I say that because growing up in the South, yeah. I'm like, damn, we like haven't come that far, but I'm very glad. Like, because I'm also in an interracial relationship, and a lot of the spaces we go in would not it would not even been possible you know so I, I, that's always on the front of my mind um, but sorry for my elder folk I apologize <laughs> no that's alright that's yeah. alright um, they're, they're, they're the forgiving folk good 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 y'all are cool I'm really glad I came it's like really cool yeah. um, but I, I once again forgot where I was going with that so oh uh, it's a tangent yeah, yeah. So I forgot oh the, you said it was a very good time to be alive yeah I think right now If you aren't, like, if you want to be a creative, if you want to, like, get your voice heard, this is the best. Like, the internet is so amazing. You can go on LinkedIn. Every, I sound like Gary Vee right now, but you can go on LinkedIn. <laughs> Are you going to give us a quote right now? <laughs> right. Wait, how much, how much do I have to this. pay for this that I you're know, about to say? No, 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 it's free. It's free Did game, you already take my money out of my account? <laughs> it's free game. If you go on LinkedIn, post a story about whatever business that you're doing, you will get so many views. 10 years ago, not really, 20 years ago, you really couldn't have done that. Yeah. Like, even just like the inclusivity, especially with the Gen Z generation, bro, like, I wish there was so much acceptance when yeah. I was growing up. Like, they, I was bullied like crazy, you know? And I'm like, dang, like, I'm very glad that I'm in 2021 and not like 1921. But you know what? Sure. What's real is that that bullying and all the shit that we went through, I, I'm glad I went through that. Really? Because, because it made me the person that I am. Mm. And it kind of gives you a little thicker skin. And you see both sides of the perspective, you know? You kind of... I honestly come from the from the from the mindset that all the struggles are, are for a purpose, right? That's true. There's a reason why we're going through that. I mean, it could either be happening to you or for you. It just depends on what perspective you want to kind of uh, view things as, right? Because any situation can be happening for you or to you, and depending on how you process that situation, it's going to affect the the, the 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 trajectory of whatever your outcome is. So, everything that you went through that you've been telling us the the false 
roster, all the the hood stuff, all the feeling like you like you felt growing up, that made you who you are right now. And that yeah. we're talking to. If you had a different life where you had the acceptance and you had all that thing that that you're telling yourself that 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 you wish you had, you wouldn't be this person that we're talking to right now. So that's very true. And I feel like I am. I'm actually. I take a lot of. Um, time to be grateful for all my past like being in foster so another thing that's really big for me is that my dad was murdered when I was like 15 and that at the time ruined my life like of course you know yeah. um, and it was a really like violent way um, that he was murdered and it was just like such a shameful for me at the time I felt so much shame in that yeah. um, and I, I was really depressed as a kid and went through all this stuff and now I, I like volunteer with kids who are orphans um, to help them get through that same experience. Wow. And I, yeah, I always think about like, yes, all this negativity that I went through, all this, like, honestly, like being in the dump, like being down bad. I'm so blessed right now. Yeah. And yeah, it does make me appreciate life so much greater. Cause I'm like, I know how bad I could have it right now. I mean, you seem pretty grounded for all the stuff that Thank you went you. through. So like, is there something that, any hacks? I mean, you, I know you mentioned <laughs> the, Car- yeah, yeah. the Caribbean um, thing earlier, but is, is there anything that, something we don't I, have to pay I don't for? like that guy. <laughs> I, used to, I used to be a hater and I'm like, this is stupid. And I, then I started listening and I was like, no, oh, come on. He converted you. Oh, God. Yeah, like, this I'm is over. This is over. This is over. This is over. This is over. We're done. Is that guy? Is yeah. he from New Jersey? Yeah, yeah. 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 I knew it. He's, 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 he's a New Jersey. We're done. Hey guys, this cut. This interview's over. The Statue of Liberty is in New York. Uh, I messed up. And bodegas are convenience stores. <laughs> yeah, bodegas are warehouses. Right. Convenience stores. No, yeah. but, um, but not seriously. All, all jokes aside, is there something that you do on a re- like? Do you meditate? Do you, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I meditate every day. Um, I also have like go to the gym but not for a health or I mean not for um, aesthetics yeah I do it because it centers me and it um, gives me a routine especially during the pandemic but one big thing is I've started going to therapy like I I've been in therapy for about a year but when I was in foster you kind of have mandatory therapy but that was just trash so this is my first real therapy and I think um really trying to heal from my trauma and also not put out trauma to the world is something that's really important to me so I think yeah it's a combination of therapy meditation and honestly not to be all cringy but honestly love Um, like leading with love like loving my man like having uh, people around me who are just good ass people um, especially who are not Hollywood you know that's really important to me just get away from this guy oh god (laughs) I felt the vibe I was like I don't want to Beard. Like, you know? <laughs> this guy's negative. <laughs> like, this guy. yeah. He's a Hollywood and negative. Yeah. Hey, why do you think he's in the center? I see, I see. Uh, look at everywhere. I everywhere. was going to say in the image too. I wanted to be here. I'm in the corner. Oh, no, no, no. You're on uh, my right. The, the, <laughs> I'm barely on the table. <laughs> my tan's not even balanced because I've been in the sun all fucking day, dude. I wanted to be there. <laughs> I have the main spot. No, 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 no. Yeah. But, Wow, I mean, um, you, you, did you just graduate? I graduated in 2018. 2018, wow. 
What did you What did you graduate with? Colgate. Oh, um, well, I went to Colgate University, and I graduated actually in education. Oh, nice. So I was nice. a teacher in Philly for like a semester. I was not meant to be a teacher. I'm like, I can't do this to these kids. Like, let me not ruin it. And also, I look very young. So every time I went to teach, people thought I was a student anyway. I'm like, this is embarrassing. I'm a grown ass woman. Please. Hey, but you know what? That's gonna get to a point where that's gonna be a compliment someday. Yeah, my mom. You're gonna miss that. You're gonna miss that. People think my mom's my sister, and it's the worst. Uh, That that, that sounds like such a hard life for you. My mom is so gorgeous. Oh God, we're so entitled in the world. You're gonna start a GoFundMe for you. Save Amani. Save Amani from from being looking so young. I started moisturizing actually. Okay, I see it. My girlfriend's been on my ass. Because she, she doesn't want me looking like Leatherface or something. I, am. But she, I support this. Yeah, self-care. right? Yeah. yeah. That's something that we, we should, I mean, yeah, we should, we we should, should get out there. Yeah. Skincare is so important. It's yeah. also like just such, just taking time for yourself right here, and just not worrying about the world and just doing stuff for yourself. It's nice. Yeah, it feels Calms good. Down. And my wife gave, us, uh, gave me a bottle of, uh, Wait, us. <laughs> she, she gave it to us. I haven't seen what he's talking about, so it wasn't That's really great. She gave us a banana boat. What is it? You be protection. Please wear a sunscreen. Yeah, yeah oh, there we, we go. This. Sunscreen. Yeah. So wow. she she gave me it so that we can use it. Like, hey, make sure you guys wear it because you're gonna be in the sun. I'm yeah. like, what? I'm like, oh, all right. So it's I put real. it on my truck and yeah, there it is. I'm there very glad. Is. A lot of like brown people, we don't wear sunscreen because we think we have melanin, but we need yeah. it. It's very important yeah. for wrinkles. I think, yeah. I think us. I mean, I, I, it, it, we go back to like being like colored, and I just sometimes it's like I don't want to be darker. Like mm. sometimes we have that. That I talk to people all the time. That, that still feel that that um, I don't know I don't know how to label that colorism it's like a, it's yeah like a complex I guess you know and it, it's big in the Asian community too yeah. like you know you see them all the time covering and yeah on it, the hikes and I'm sure they're sweating their ass off but they prioritize <laughs> prioritize lighter skin so for me I'm dark skin um and I remember as a kid, like, I would be screamed at for, like, being in the sun because it was like, oh, you shouldn't get darker. But Is that I'm crazy? Not, you're like, I'm, of course I want to be dark. Like, that's it. That's insane. And it's weird. Like, my, my man is lighter than me. And a lot of my family actually, or not even family, just people I know from the East Coast. Um, they make comments like, "Oh, you, you're with him to have like lighter babies or something like that." I'm like, that, "Yeah," and I'm like, "What?" First of all, uh, no, it's very family, weird. Right? You gotta very love weird. But yeah, it's just like the colorism is abound in so many places. And also, when I lived in Korea, it, that was a very big thing because people would like sometimes they would compliment my skin, and then they would be like, "Oh, you're too, you're too dark." Like, no, absolutely not. But then like. They would also look at Korean women who were what I saw as like super super pale, and they'd be like, "Oh no, she's ugly. She's too dark." And I'm like, "Damn, like what am I then?" So confusing. Yeah, it was was wild. That's cultures, right? But see, that's when we want to please other people, and we 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 fall into those narratives. Because I mean, at the end of the day, who cares? Who cares what fucking people think? You know? Yeah, live your life. I feel good. I like my hair. Yeah. Like, you got the sunscreen mm-hmm. on. You're looking good. I don't know. There's a lot of chemicals in that shit. Oh man. my god! I saw the labels in the back. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You can never win. Loki. <laughs> can never win. You know. I'm trying sunscreen. to predict that. Oh, it's got too many chemicals. I only work drunk elephant stuff, bro. So. <laughs> drunk elephant is expensive. You got the budget. My girlfriend buys it for me. Uh, okay, see, I like her. Yeah. Cool. He's got a sugar mama. Go. Hey, no. Apparently, his girlfriend buys him yeah, chemicals. Girl, hey, your girlfriend doesn't care about it. Hey, she fucking shit. cares. Dude. She <laughs> cares. 
Stand right. up for your woman. Hey. Look at that. Two hundred and twenty-five dollars for that bottle, bro. Hey. <laughs> I saw that and I you was so that? confused. Hey, that's pesos. So that's in Mexico. Uh, pesos. <laughs> hey, never buy your sunscreen from Walgreens, guys. Go to Sephora. Go to Lush. I don't see any of that money with. Uh, yeah, look, look at that. Two hundred and twenty-five dollars, bro. No, that's bottle. pesos, bro. That's like two bucks. <laughs> two bucks. <laughs> no, inflation. That's crazy. Yeah, that is I was like, who bought? I'm like, this must be some premium ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> SPF. Well, well look at all the ingredients. <laughs> all organic, non-GMO. Oh shit! It is in Spanish too. Importado, distribuido por. Yeah, no, that's edge. pesos, bro. That's not. But it's just an Edgewell personal. Actually, inflation. She's right. So that's like uh, fifty cents in dollars. Uh, no, that's like uh, twelve fifty. Oh man. Anyway, but um, no, it was great having you. Thank really. you so Thank much. Thank you for coming on. So where where can people follow you? Where can they find you? Yes, sir. So on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. It's I T S I T S I M A N I B E E. So it's Amani B. It's Amani B. Yes, sir. And then you can catch me every Thursday at 9 p.m. Pacific, 12 a.m. Eastern on Spoon Radio with my show Subculture. Subculture. Yes, sir. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to sit down and talk to us. And thank you for stopping by and just yeah, engaging. Yeah, that was cool. You know, that was really cool, yeah, because, you know, I'm like, you stopped by, you were curious, you asked about the... About the, the guess who game? Yeah. You know, guess who? Yeah, no, she was sizing those up, bro. Yeah. I, felt, I know, honestly, when you asked me that, I was like, oh, damn. Like, I felt like under the spotlight. Cause I was like, if I get this wrong, like, y'all going to hate me. Yeah. So I was like, trying to the best. Keep walking, best. little lady. Keep yeah, walking. No, she was sizing those up, bro. Clue, clue. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I did my best. Thank, thank you, Thank you very much, Imani, for stopping by. And we wish you good luck and fortune. Thank and I hope you get to where you have to and where yeah. you want to. Thank Th- you. Thank you for that perspective. It was definitely a different perspective. And I really enjoyed the conversation. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it, of course, if there's anything I can ever do to like help y'all support y'all, I'm here, and I'm not just saying that to be like, oh, you oh, no, got it. shit, like, thank you real, so much. Yeah, you got us, uh, you know, maybe when when this airs out on Tuesday, maybe you could check it out and listen to it, and you know, share maybe it. yeah, share it, of course, and that way, you know, maybe some of your audience will listen to us, and then they're like, yeah, not for me, <laughs> <laughs> and then that yeah. very select few would be like, maybe I'll listen to it. Yeah, yeah, these guys are too old, uh, yeah. they're cranky. That, that's a no for me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> that's I love that meme. Oh, we connected. That's amazing. But yeah, thank you guys so much. This is fun. All right, have a good one. That was so fun. That's a Three, two, one. All right, we're back for from our little break. Um, and we have with us today, we have Raul from Cobos Creation. Hello, Raul. How you doing? All right. So, Raul, tell our listeners, what is it that you specialize in? Uh, well, I specialize in a lot of things. <laughs> I, I love, I love uh, art. You love art. So, uh, for some time, I was doing sculpture. Really? On uh, wood sculptures. Oh, wow. Until I had an accident. Uh, Sharpening up my chisels. Yeah. And uh, the sharpening stone broke and it almost, I almost lost my arm. Really? Oh, oh I see the scar. scar I almost lost my arm. I see the scar. And uh, yeah, I was doing some uh, Virgen de Guadalupe, the madera. Yeah. Out of wood. And after I got done, after I started healing, I went back and I. I finished them. Yeah. Still sure. finished it. No, no me van a vencer. Yeah, they don't make them like they used to. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I went back and I finished that. Then uh, kind of drifted off into other things. I do wood pyrography also. What, what's uh, wood pyrography? Wood pyrography, it's uh, I use a, it's like a, 
I guess it's a like a pin. Uh huh. The tip gets hot. Oh, it's like a like a like a soldering iron. Algo así. Yeah. Algo así. But it's made specifically for for, for wood. For wood. Yeah. Oh, oh man. The one that I have, you can regulate the heat. So you just keep on burning whatever you're gonna burn. That's so awesome. I do portraits man. and things like that. Really? Yeah. So how did how did you start? Just I mean, you you create. Uh, I was looking at at, at your uh, booth, man, and I and I hit you up because I, I I want you to make me a a guitar strap because your your wood your uh, leather work is really nice and um your carving on that is great, man. Oh, so thanks. I have to figure out what I want, and I'm definitely serious about it because I want you to make it. Um, how did you get into that? Like, just start using your hands to build things. Well, is that something that you always had, or uh, I come I come from Mexico. Vengo de México. ¿De qué parte? Jalisco. Oh, shit. Tapatío. De donde vienen los hombres. Yeah. Yeah. Right away. Yeah. Uno al otro. No matter where you're from. That's more. I like how everybody's humble right here. Just wanted to set the bar so everyone know what they're getting themselves into. So, my grandparents are artesanistas. Okay. So, they did a lot of things. My grandfather used to do, he used to work with a pita. What's a pita for people that don't? Uh, uh, it's como piteado. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. you get from the yeah, 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 you yeah. strip down all the meat. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you get the strings. Yeah. And then you thread it. Yeah. So he used to do things like that. Uh, it sounds know? like from Tonaya. Are they from Tonaya, your grandparents? No, allá de San no, Agustín, so, so, Unión de Tulas. So, oh! So, so, yeah, we're in Tonaya. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, have you been out there or? Uh, you know what? The last time I was down there was in. Uh, 2002. 2002. Yeah, 2002. Yeah, I got an aunt. There's a teacher in Union de Tula. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then my grandparents. Uh, they have a. They 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 took out the family to uh, Outland. Yeah. 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 So all right, that's yeah, it's cool. It's been man. years. It's been years. Yeah. Man. You know, but uh, yeah, I remember going back. The last time I went down there, uh, my tios and my primos there, they were surprised because I got down there and I had a extra pair of uh, Levi's with some messed up shoes. Oh yeah. I, I just took some messed up clothes and I. The next day after I got there, I was outside waiting for him. I was drinking my cup of coffee, smoking my cigarette. They're like, ah, ¿qué estás haciendo? Voy a las tareas. ¿Cómo? ¿No que estabas en vacaciones? <laughs> nah, man, I'm going to go and work with you guys. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm going to go work the fields with you guys. That's no biggie, man. I'm, that's what I'm here for. Oh, man. Nice, man. Yeah. You know, so I enjoy it. I love it, man. So you, you always had that work ethic. Yeah. 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 I think they call those eco vacations now, no? Eco tours? Eco tours? <laughs> eco tours. Yeah, that way people pay to go work. Yeah. Yeah, people pay like for a tour or like they, they actually pay for this experience. Yeah, experience. Never heard of it. Yeah, no? never heard of it either. Never heard of it. No, they, but they also do I don't like know, that's people. That's called, but I go see, no? People also pay to, to have the experience of crossing over through like the immigrant way. Yeah, oh, I've seen sure. that. Yeah. I've seen that, yeah. They, they pay for that. You know, yeah. and yeah. They, they have fake cartels come by. Tienen coyotes para eso también. Yeah, they tienen coyotes, and no, but they have like fake cartels. Like what? Like they give the like the, a game. Yeah, yeah. They give the the person the experience of what it is to cross over. So they yeah. they run into like um people that try to rob them, and yeah, it's the whole experience. It's now. for the malagradecidos, bro. Yeah. Remember they used to yeah. send us to Mexico when we fucked up in school. Yeah, hey, go work. That's what they send well, the kids. I, I never got sent. Well, you know what? I did. Yeah. I did. I got dropped off in TJ one time. Oh <laughs> shit. No, no, bro. I was working. They sent me to work down there, man. I was working uh, making those pilas. Oh, oh shit! shit. Ah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You were working like uh, with brick, right? Or, or... Yeah. 
Yeah, you make the wells. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. Pilas, yeah. For the for the new houses they were building yeah. now. Back in the eighties, bro. Yeah. Los chinacos, the underground ones. Junto donde estaban los donde hacían los toreros. Oh, okay. La right, plaza right, de toros. Yeah, o, right, right the street from there. Like Mesotai area, I think. I don't know. That was years ago, bro. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. I do remember working, man. Man, I remember working. There, there's, I mean, there's people that just. It seems like yeah, that work is necessary, right, bro, to keep your mind occupied. I For mean, me, it is. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't sit. Yeah, it's like the same. I'll go, I'll go crazy. Hand, idle hands are the devil's tools, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll go crazy just sitting down. I can't watch TV like everybody else. How'd you do the during the pandemic then? You know what? Uh, I got hurt on the job. Oh, I fell off my truck and I had surgery on my shoulder. Oh shit! And. Uh, I asked the doctor, "Can I can I work on leather?" I said, "Well, is there any heavy lifting?" No, there's sheets. I'll be sitting down. I'll be doing all the work with my right hand. My left one's just holding the pieces. Why not go ahead? So, I was considering making that my retirement mm-hmm. since I'm so close to retiring. I figured, you know what? Give it a shot. I love I love it, man. I get up in the morning, I'd be like, "What project do I have left to make?" And if I don't have any, let me create something. Let me make something. Yeah. You know? So that's that's what I was doing for nine months. And and for nine months. And then I went back to work and I said, you know what? That's what I want to do. I'm going to retire to this. I work with leather. Yeah. And I invested a lot of money into it. Oh, yeah. It's not cheap, right? It's not the cheap. The tools are really expensive. Yeah, they are. They're very, very expensive. Yeah, because they got to be like almost uh, like surgeons sharp, right? Yeah. There's a lot of Japanese stuff, right? Men in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like the like the more superior stuff or where it's still the American well, stuff? American. Yeah. I stay I stay American. Yeah. I want to support. Here. Yes. Yeah, that's very important. I yeah. want to support here. You, you, speaking of support, man, you were telling me that uh, that you joined the military, right? You were in the, Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. um. It's crazy because when I when I was growing up, dude, I almost signed up for the Marines. Um, mm-hmm. But it was because I didn't I didn't have shit to do, man. I had no fucking direction. There was no I didn't want to go to school. I didn't know how to fucking find a job. And it was like, let me just sign up for the military, you know, and it's something to do. Like you're telling me your story that that you've always worked and, and um, you, you've always had something to do as far as like working. So what, mm-hmm. what was the reason for joining the military? You know what? Uh, I was, um, let's just say I was a, a permanent resident at that time. Yeah. I was going to high school. Uh, I had a girlfriend, got her pregnant. She had a son already. I adopted him. Uh, and I really had nothing to offer. I, I, had a, I had a part-time job with the city of L.A. working at the fire department. You know what year are we talking about, bro? Ninety-two. Okay. Well, that was in ninety when mm-hmm. I met her, yeah. and then uh, ninety-two. So during, I had, the, I had the, the riots, riots. during the riots, you were working for oh, the city, bro. Oh, check it out. Check this out. In ninety-two, in ninety-two. Okay, she lived. She lived in the projects. Yeah. Right there uh, on Primera. Yeah. Right? Okay. So she lived there, and I used to live in Highland Park. Mm-hmm. So I used to go on the bus. Visitor pick her up and then we we'll go to downtown. That was an amorado, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's what oh, shit, bro. Taking the bus. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, when you're you're taking the bus yeah. from Alita, bro. Check this out, bro. <laughs> so for some reason that night, you know, at nighttime on yeah. a weekend, the buses don't run that often. It's like every hour or every yeah. other hour. Yeah, it's random. So I started walking. 
So, you know, I'll just walk over there and I'll catch the bus over there on Broadway. Okay. So I'm walking and I get to Los Angeles Street, Los Angeles. Oh, where the, on first. Where, yeah, 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 where the. the... And, and, and I look to the left and I seen the whole street just filled with people coming towards me. And I turn, and, no, check it out, bro. And, I, and then I turned to the right side where City Hall was at, yeah. and it was lined up with officers. And all I seen oh, was I, I seen something flying over my head, Jesus. and I said, "Oh hell no, you man!" Were in the middle, bro. I boned out, bro. I boned out. You were just trying to get it in, bro. And you ended up in the crossfire, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, oh, typical, shit, yeah, this guy was the nice guy, bro. Yeah, man. Hey, I'm just trying to get laid, guys. I don't know what's going on. What the fuck? What is this? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was crazy, bro. Oh, oh, man. That was crazy. It was crazy. Sure. So, oh, man. And that I was the first night or like... Uh, like no, no, no. We were, we were already together for a while. No, but I'm talking about uh, the riots. <laughs> yeah, the riots. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first night of the riots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, the first yeah. night. I mean. Yeah. So I, 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 I ran, man. I yeah. ran and I was trying to get somewhere in that and I ran into uh, some, some Newcastles. No, oh, they asked me, oh, and why are you here? I said, man, I'm just trying to get home. And that was it. They cut it. <laughs> they cut it right there. They didn't want to talk to me. Oh, oh yeah. Sure. Like, oh, man. They wanted to hear, hear yeah, some yeah, type like, of uh, like a some type of story, story that I'm there for I'm some reason. Protesting. Yeah. 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 The cops beat the shit out of me. Yeah. 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 I just wanted to get home. That's oh, crazy, man. bro. And get I some just, tail. Yeah, I just wanted to get home, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and and were, you, were you in the Marines, bro? Were, no, were Navy. Navy. You in the Navy? Yeah, Navy. Oh, man. So how was that? Like, ever been on a Boat? Ever been out to yeah, sea? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Because I know a lot of people. Iraq, Somalia, and uh, Kosovo. Oh, yeah. But I mean, prior to joining the Navy. No, All right. No, but There's but you know what? I knew I had nothing offered. I, I knew I had nothing going for me. Yeah. Permanent resident, bro. Come on, what, yeah. what do I have to offer? Yeah. I was barely. I was struggling to get my 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 diploma. Yeah. Dude, this country is pretty fucked up, though, bro. As far as how they treat their veterans, I mean, we we hear the stories of how the, the, los los indocumentados that serve got fucking deported to Tijuana. Yeah, and it's it's there's a little community out in Tijuana yeah. of, of yeah. veterans that. That, uh, that served That, that served, fought for bro. this country And the only uh, Some of them uh, They become fucking uh, Residents or, or they're able to Come to this country When they're already Fucking dead Like they give it To their family as They get like, a military uh, funeral But they can't live here Yeah That's some bullshit Have you dealt with Some of that man The, the way this country Treats their, their veterans Or has it been Kind of um, it's, it's been It's been It's been A roller coaster ride for me Yeah I'm still dealing With the VA Yeah mm-hmm. I'm still dealing with them what, because it's of your a, injury a, or in general? No, no, just in general. Just trying to get the basic, basic uh, benefits. Okay. You know, so uh, I guess I just got to keep on trying. Or yeah, you know, I, I guess I, maybe I that's a, what they want to do. They want to tire you down. Okay, I have a friend of mine. Well, I had a friend of mine. May rest in peace. He served in uh, Vietnam, and he was trying to get benefits because of the Agent Orange. Well, he passed away. He passed away, and about a year after, his family got the benefits. Oh, but he was struggling for that for all yeah. these years, man. And I remember him telling me, "Go, go, 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 keep on going." Oh, pinching campana, keep yeah. ringing, keep on going. Is there any resources, man, that for the raza, bro, to like deal with that shit, or you you left on your own to figure all that shit out? I haven't I haven't seen anything yet. Yeah, uh, I have a I have a good friend of mine from church. 
who uh, served in uh, Vietnam also, and he started getting his benefits. He's, he's going to give me some information as to who we'll go and talk to. Wow, bro. And that's going to be probably in the other area over here off of Olympic. Yeah. There's some type of veteran organization over here, so... I'll go. I'll go try that out. I, I think. I think something that's really difficult too, man, is we we had this conversation when, when the vaccination uh, was cut up. I mean, I had to pretty much. We had to set up our parents for it. Everything's digital, right? Yeah. And I feel like the the generation before us. Um, there's not so tech savvy, man, and they put everything in the computer. There's there's everything in the fucking internet. Everything has to be done, and I feel like I understand why they do it. They want to make it easier, but there's no education for like people to figure out how to. You know, my mom can't even send a fucking email. My dad can't even fucking. Well, as far as that goes, on that note, uh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm a, I, I, I'm zero computer literate. Yeah, yeah. I am. And uh, uh, that's probably one of the one of the things that sets me back from advancing at my job. Yeah, you know, but you know, uh, I found it very difficult even with these new phones. Yeah, you know, I'm glad my kids, my daughters have helped me out with it. But yeah, I mean, it's 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 hard if you don't know how to use everything's digital. Digital. But technology's always been like that, bro. I remember as a kid having to teach my parents how to fucking change the time on the VCR because it was, <laughs> you know, it was fucking different, bro. The, 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 the clock on the stove is always flashing yeah, at 12. Why is it always 12? Arregla el pinche microwave. That's why we were always late. Es que se apagó la luz. Hey, wasn't that our job to set the time on the fucking microwave, the, the VCR. fucking VCR? The stove. The stove, everything. Yeah. Fucking A, yeah. man. Even the alarm clock, that old fucking brown one with the radio stations. Oh, I remember shit. that one. Yeah. yeah I remember that one. That brown one and shit. Yeah, yeah, I see it on the memes all the and time. If you, did, if you didn't press the right button, the alarm would keep on coming yeah, I know. up. <laughs> I, I mean, bro, the TV that we had growing up, dude, it, it literally had tape on the sides because my dad would hit it from the sides mm-hmm. to fix the fucking antenna where like you, oh, you the, fucking the signal, yeah. yeah the two con las perras para cambiar yeah. para cambiar el canal yeah I remember yeah. those yeah, we had yeah, parents we must have shopped at the same place bro yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and like crystal promotions and like crystal promotions yeah. oh man yeah I mean uh, there's a lot of stuff I mean I remember 8-tracks growing up you know yeah I remember 8-tracks I remember uh, like cassette tapes you know like when mm-hmm. we were always listening to the radio station trying to like get it right after the DJ finished yeah. to record yeah. Yeah. Shit, you know, it's just like I don't know. Now, now everything's yeah, it's different. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna be 45 and I still don't know how to use my phone to its full potential. I don't, you know. I don't. This guy right here has to walk me through, and he's already fed up. You know, it's like, bro, it's on the fucking drive. No, well, it's getting to a point where I'm the, I'm the dude like, oh shit, how do you do this, bro? Oh, yeah. Who do I talk to? Well, I'm the tech guy. Who do I talk I know. to? Oh, you're Mr. Google. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But now it's getting to be like beyond me that I'm like, uh, who do I talk to? With? Yeah. yeah. Like he, he hit a roadblock. And I'm going, when he does that, I'm like, okay, we're fucked. See, the, the, the difference is that it was setting up a fucking clock for our parents. They, they, that didn't involve setting up their social security, setting up their, their medical. So now that everything is digitized, I think it's a lot harder because now the technology that, that is required for people to fucking set up, even getting vaccinated and all that stuff, um, it makes it really difficult, man. And it's sad to see, man, in this country that the way that, that we, we treat our veterans, man, it's definitely... And it, uh, maybe if it wasn't for 9-11, man, do you think that... Because I, honestly, we were talking about this off air, and, yeah. and I feel like since 9-11, it, it became one of those things where now more people appreciate the, like the service and then... Yeah. 
and the veterans, you know, because yeah. like we talked about people in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard stories. I don't know if this is true, man, but I've heard stories in the seventies that they would fucking go to bars, get people fucked up. They wake up in the fucking bus because they got them off pedos. They signed to fucking join the military, and then they woke up the next day and they were boot camp. they were going to boot camp, and they're like. I was just at a bar drinking. What the fuck happened? Yeah, oh, bro, you, you signed it right here. Signed it. That's crazy. <laughs> and 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 it's sad to see, man. That's why I wanted you to, to, to come on here, man, because um, the PTSD and that stuff that people are, are as it is, bro, even people that, that don't go to the service and don't see the stuff that you guys see, we have that shit from the streets, man. See yeah. fucking people get killed, uh, living in that poverty fucking environment. Mm-hmm. And, and some of us go as adults with, without taking care of our fucking mental health, man, because we don't have the tools. How the fuck do you do it? And as men, dude, we don't fucking therapy. I mean, good luck getting us no, a therapy. No, we don't look for it. Yeah. But we, we have that, that where we have to put that image of tough and we got this. We don't yeah. need fucking help. Yeah. And that's definitely, uh, as far as me, I'm starting to realize that that's, that's not the way to go for us, man. We have to be able to to show that we're vulnerable and we do need help because yeah. we all need help, bro. Oh, we do. Yeah. We do. And we that's do. what this is, this conversation that we're having is. So we all have shit that we're going through, man, and and it's it's just good to hear somebody else, you know, like also went through shit that's way worse than what I don't have scars like you, bro. I mean, you have fucking you can write a book with all these scars that you have, bro. I got, yeah, I got scars everywhere, bro. Yeah, I had a lot of fun growing up. <laughs> you can tell you're running from the cops and the mob. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it all started there. He said, yeah. Yeah. Charles Bronson ain't got nothing on you, bro. Oh, no, man. <laughs> el, el Carlos fucking bronce Chuck no. Norris ain't got nothing like okay, it, bro. maybe Los Almada maybe Los Almada Los Almada Los Almada you know maybe el, esos cabrones they, they got away with a lot y ni que se diga el Pedro Navajas I know oh shit yeah. yeah but I mean you grew up in LA yeah you're born I mean not well you're raised you're raised when your family got here Highland Park all the all no Boyle Heights Highland Park Carson San Diego Holy shit Fresno Um, What was the move uh, Just the family getting uh, Dad getting a different job Or why were you guys moving No it was just Me and my mother And my brother That was it so it's just for job. Where the and jobs then, at? Where the yeah. 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 Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, because another layer of it, too, because I had a, a family member that was that was in Desert Storm, mm-hmm. and he would always fucking, like, somehow, like, 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 like those veterans weren't the same as the other veterans. Like, like he, he didn't get any credit, like, for what he, like, he'd, oh, yeah, I was in Desert Storm, and it was, ah, all right, there's, there's nothing in Desert Storm, yeah. bro. So you stood around, they tell him, and he goes, no, bro, yeah. I was in some shit too, wait. But you were telling me that guys that uh, never fucking stayed here, never yeah, got there's, deployed. There's, there's, they, some, there's some that, that never been deployed and are getting benefits. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what their situation is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's... Are they white? Know, are they different? Are they Latinos? Well, are it's they, everything. It's, it's everything? everything okay. I don't know. It's just an issue that I got to figure out. No. I gotta yeah. figure that issue out. So, so this the 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 stuff that you make and keeps your mind occupied. That's that's oh, like yeah. your therapy, huh, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a little setback a few years ago. Yeah, and uh, I ended up at the hospital, mm-hmm. and they did a they did a little uh, check on me, and uh, they, they diagnosed me with PTSD. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to get help from the VA for that. I yeah. said at least help me out with this. Yeah, and I couldn't get the help from them. So I went ahead and did it myself. I went through to Kaiser through my my medical carrier. So I went through them. Great service, and uh, I learned a lot. Yeah, I learned a lot. 
You know, a lot of child, like trauma from back in the days. That no, just, no, 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 no. Every, everything was from my from my enlistment. You know, I just learned to. It, one thing you got to understand is uh, you come back with a lot of hatred. Yeah. Yeah. Is it hard to be ambicioso, be ambicioso, you know. But that's coping with it, bro. Like you're yeah. trying to cope with that shit that you're yeah. bringing back. Yeah. And was it hard to adjust to like fucking go to a restaurant and then have to live a quote unquote yeah. normal life? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, even to this day, uh, if I go in a restaurant, I'm gonna go to that corner where I can see the entrance. If there's entrance, I, yeah. All that. Uh, that's some I, of I the still, street I, too, bro. Uh, yeah. That's I mean, some of the street. Yeah. And I mean, I still don't understand. I, I still don't feel comfortable with big crowds. I'm doing great now. Yeah. But I mean, I went. Through some pretty deep therapy for about for about eight months. Yeah, you know, and it helped me out. You know, they give you pills and all that. So I don't want I don't want pills. I want to resolve my problem. I don't want to sleep on it. Oh, that's a good one. It's just a band aid, bro. Yeah, it's just a band aid. Exactly. That's the way I seen it. That's the way I seen it. Because I so, mean, uh, some people think that trauma, bro, is is shit that our, our bloodlines, people from fucking our moms, our great grandparents, what they went through, like like you you said that your family was good with building shit. Yeah. Also, traumas from generations to generations. Yeah. We're carrying that shit. You know, yeah. we're carrying shit that our parents mm-hmm. didn't figure out, and um and and we carry that. We carry. I mean, you're telling me that that um it was just you and your mom, man. I mean, not having the dad around. I mean, that. Felt me up bro mm-hmm. uh, my dad was an alcoholic he wasn't there you know so all that shit I mean then you take the military service and then it's just it's just it's just um in this country bro we're we're um we're, we're required to give and then they don't take care of us bro and there's a lot of stuff going on though man like there's this organization called maps mm-hmm. and they're doing a lot of work with with uh, veterans with ptsd it's a little bit unorthodox man it's a little bit uh some people still don't they think it's like juju shit man but what they're doing is they're 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 doing some guided therapy with with the psychedelics yeah <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. he's but old school, bro. He's old school. Yeah, but yeah. they're that they're having like like um, like Success I mean, rate. you could read up on it, bro. Like mm-hmm. these these guys that have PTSD, it's going through trials. It's right now. You're saying like, ah, eh, it's gonna be legal in in a, in a year or two because there's nothing for PTSD. There hasn't been anything. As, as successful as this, you're not taking it in the fucking streets. Like you're taking it in with the with the professional that's guiding you through therapy, and all this is doing is is peeling the onion layers yeah. to get to the fucking root, man. And, and um, be a little open minded on it, bro, because it's it's something like that that that's having a lot of benefits to people that, that have PTSD from from the service. You know, yeah. all all those studies they've done, like you're saying, they they've had really good results. Oh yeah, yeah. Instead of like being in therapy for years and years, mm-hmm. like you said. It, it, a few sessions you open a lot of those those layers to get to where you need to get to it just kind of helps you along in other words and, and, it's, it's and, not just about the trip in other words okay right? so, so where's this at it, it maps you, yeah, M-A-P-S? maps where, where are they located I mean where uh, they're all around man yeah. I mean but if you were to go like into Google I guess he's trying to see like how would you get information on it you just yeah. go it's like M dot A P M A P M A P S. um the maps um just if you Google maps PTSD mm-hmm. oh. you can find stuff on YouTube you can find resources mm-hmm. right now it's clinical trials the, yeah. yeah, it's the F- F- FDA, man. It's you got to go through fucking, you know, the government, bro. You can't just create something. So they're they're making it so like it's it's um 
Eight. They're um they're going through trials. It's it's through it's through a professional. I mean, it's all guided and um and I don't know if it's open, but just keep an eye on it in case uh you, you see that it's all all of a sudden. It's what I'm assuming is it's gonna be available through your Kaiser or whatever because it's it's gonna the way it's going, bro. It's gonna be like like the standard to deal with people with PTSD, you know. And that's the stigma that our culture has with drugs or, or things like that. And that's because the fucking Spaniards came into the country and brought their Catholic religion. Say, you Aztecs, stop smoking this shit. Uh, get rid of your pyramids. Let's build churches. And that's shit that we're still dealing with. That 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 uh, programming to think that plant medicines are drugs and it's only for fucking marijuanos and it's only for and it's something that our culture has to figure out uh, to be a little open minded because you you have to be open minded with things like that bro yeah you know but, I'll check in on it, man. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, it doesn't hurt to just look up on it. But, but not to deviate from that. But I was noticing your work. Do does do you do a lot of with your leather work? Do you tell a story? Is there like, like what inspires you to start a project? Uh, well, everything, everything that I do, I don't just do projects. Okay. I don't just get up one day and just start doing projects. Every project that I do. Nine, like if I was to do seven, a project for my daughter, three, mm-hmm. twice. I'd personalize it for things that Nine, she likes, three, things that make sense to her. Okay, that, has, that speaks about that has something to do with her. Okay, right. Uh, that's the same thing I do when someone comes to me for uh, for any type of artwork. I call it artwork because I treat it just like a tattoo. Okay, okay. You come to me, you tell me, you know what, I want this and I want that. Okay. Now, what else do you want with it? You can personalize it. So then you start putting things together in your mind. Then I'm going ahead and I'm going to draw everything out. And then we go from there. So basically what you're getting is what's on your mind. What what your desires are on that. And you can never get the same design twice. And I don't duplicate any of my designs. I saw that, that, that sweet chopper that was here. You did the work for that? Yeah. Yeah, that was a nice. That was nice. So you did the seat, and then um, no, I did. I did the. I didn't do the seat. Oh no, you didn't. No. Okay, everything that had had artwork, I did. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh nice. Yeah. yeah every, anything that I do with leather it has to have some type of artwork. Okay. It can't just be plain. Just plain. Oh, it's gotta have your 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 signature in it. You know, yeah. your your hands have to like, create something. Yeah, nice. It's gotta have something beautiful, man. That's awesome, man. Beautiful, man. Yeah. So, for our listeners, where could they find you? How could they follow you? How can they see their work? Your work uh, on Instagram. Okay, Cobos Creations. Cobos Creations. C O B O S. Yes. Creations. Creations. It's with the C. It's not with the K, right? No, it's okay. with the C. All right. Yeah, because some people try to get cre- creative with this. Yeah. I'm always no. trying to get creative. With I know. Right? Right. I'm old school, man. No, no. I, I can't can't totally simple. tell you, man. I can totally tell, man. You definitely, you know, you're like, uh, you definitely grew up in the hood. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. You look like a like the the Theo, you know, from the hood back in the days. You know? <laughs> I got some stories. Yeah, I got some stories. <laughs> like, you know, I write, I write Theo Raul right there. Right? I'm like, oh, he's fucking firme right there. Right? Check it out. Right? Hey, hey, hey Theo, tell him a story about the the riots when you were trying to go to the Navita's right, house. Man. Yeah. Hey, don't don't, hey, don't bring your girlfriend around because trabaja Raul, Theo Raul. He's that smooth. Eh? <laughs> Oh my god 
Well, Raul, I know that you've had people at your booth and, and everything, yeah. so I know that you you might you have to go. Yeah. We don't want to keep you any longer, but thank you for taking the time. Thank you for like you know sitting down with us. Mm-hmm. And I know you've been pretty busy. A lot of people have been checking out your stuff, you know. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, maybe our listeners can check out your stuff too. And you know. And maybe one, if one reaches out to you and asks you for some work, then, you know, I think we did our job. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah thank yeah. you very much. I was kind of like, I know you, I'm not much of a speaker. Yeah. No, hey, but you know what? Sometimes just the little things, you know, maybe this, this story might resonate with somebody. Yeah. You, you don't know what little word or sentence is going to like click with someone. You're going to help somebody without even knowing it. Yeah. Just well, listening to your story. Well, you know what? Like, like I was speaking to you earlier. Uh, my goal, I have about six more years to retire from my job. I'm planning on making this into a business, get a business license and everything. If not this year, the beginning of next year. Give it a try for five years. If it works out, buy some property somewhere and and be able to help some veterans that are coming back, got nowhere to go or something, or having issues, PTSD. Have two properties in there, one where they can all live in, one where I'm gonna live in, in a shop, and probably see if I can get something as a as a how do you call it a apprenticeship, a nonprofit, you know, to help out because I can honestly tell you, all the arts that I've done throughout the time that I was that I after I got out from active duty has helped me out in many ways, seriously. Yeah, you're yeah. telling us how you figured out that it's kind of like yeah. your therapy, no? It's, like, the, it's therapy, bro. Yeah. It's therapy. So you want to pass that on to to other veterans? Oh yeah. And, yeah. You know, once once you get control of yourself and you're you're straight, then you can move on. Yeah, you know? uh-huh. that's very powerful. Yeah. Because you can, you can never you, you see the thing is about PTSD, you can never leave it behind. It's always going to be there. Everything's going to be there. It's not going to change. It doesn't get better. It doesn't get worse. It's there. But you just have to learn how to work. Along with it, yeah. All right, all right. Wow. That's pretty much it. Yeah, you got to work along with it. It's beautiful, Raul. Man, Thank so you. if you need anything, bro, like that sounds like something that I'm sure we would want to be a part yeah. of in any way we can, man. That, yeah, we need so, to, like, yeah. you know, if you got an event or you got something going on and you need us, mm-hmm. you know, we could share it out. If you start an apprenticeship mm-hmm. program or you, you need you need something, you know, hey, hit us up and yeah. hey, we'll put out a word and there might be a person out there interested that you know may want to learn the craft. I got one. I met him at one of the stores when. I went to, to get supplies. Yeah, he was new, trying to figure out what to do, and he said, "Oh man, I wish I had somebody to teach me." Well, I live in Montebello. Here's my number. He happened to live in Montebello. Oh shit! Oh yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't mind sharing the knowledge. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Let me give you Tio Raul's number. I know, right? Hey, no traigas a la novia. Yeah, he's over that way. That was when he was in his early twenties. How were you in your early twenties, bro? I mean, we all were. How was it? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, we, we get older. Todo estoy acelerado, cabrón. I need to lower down the throttle, cabrón. This guy needs a pill to keep him down, bro. Tampoco, tampoco, tampoco. Pero bueno, Raúl, un chingo de gracias. Really appreciate you stopping by. Yeah. And um, like I said, anything you need, just hit us up, you know, in the, on our DMs or, you know, yeah. or whatever. And then we'll, we'll take it from there, you know, we'll see what we can do. All right. Thank you, man. Right, no problem, pleasure, man. Pleasure, pleasure to All right, man. Thank you, Thanks. Raul. It was awesome. Thank you, man. All right, Raul. And I'll talk to you later. Yeah, you'll be seeing me, bro. All right. <laughs> I'll see you guys, man. All right, 
listeners, we're back, and uh, this is the final part of the of the of the show right now. Yeah, we came, we saw, we talked, we visited, we got some great stories. Thank you for the listeners that showed up. I know we didn't get all your names, and I think I lost my penway somewhere along the way. You shit. But thank you for the people that also sat down and uh, interviewed with us, Randy, uh, Amani B, um, and then uh, Raul from Cobo Creations. Anything else, you guys? It was a fun night, man, or a fun day, dude. I mean, it was it was good to finally come out and talk to people um, during this whole fucking year, dude. I didn't realize how how much uh, I enjoy just chatting it up with people, man. I know, right? Yeah, it's fucking it's cool. We fucking shoot the shit. There's this fucking guy that won like seven times a raffle, which I hey, think it was, it was an rigged. inside job. <laughs> Rig. Uh, I, I won. A, I won a prize. You did, huh? Yeah, I want a yeah, skateboard. You want a skateboard? Yeah. I'm going to be doing tricks. I'm be doing ollies. And I'm going to be doing I'm just going to fucking sure. I'm gonna la pinche panza and just El fucking paddle. Tony Gallo over here. Stay away. Oh, shit. And it looks like we came up on some Ray Bands, bro. Dude, somebody, have you listened to this? Whose Ray Bands are they? Because uh, I don't know. They're Dude, pretty sweet. They're, nah, it's it's a scene in Aumento, yeah, yeah, because I can't fuck. I mean, Big Paul says they're no, they weren't his. Okay, all right. Oh, all right so thank you for Big Paul. I mean, stopping by, dude. So if you guys, uh, I'm gonna put these on the eBay. So whoever wants to bid on them, <laughs> yeah, they're Jesus fucking. Christ, I know, Tom Ciegos, man. Oh man, I wonder if they're lost somewhere because they don't have a <laughs> They can be roaming the park. <laughs> dude. Hey, whoever we see bumping into fucking puestos and fucking cayendo, that's that's, <laughs> that's it. That's the owner. That's the owner. Yeah. That sucks, bro. Yeah. We'll just go look for a fucking, ¿cómo se llama el Magoo? Or, yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> Mr. Magoo. Mr. Magoo out there somewhere in the park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, uh, man. Yeah. You know, it, it, was, uh, it was fun. I really yeah. enjoyed it. It was uh, warm, but not fucking crazy hot, you know? Dude, Estasa was fucking pretty busy, busy up, over there, too, bro. They were busy, man. Yeah, dude. People love that free coffee. <laughs> they do, yeah. <laughs> Especially when like Yelito, they were making iced coffee. You guys are, uh, you guys are so grassroots, fucking. Because I told them to put a tip jar, and they were looking at me like I'm some kind of capitalist, fucking asshole. <laughs> so I don't know how you guys train these okay. fucking guys. Oh man. man, yeah, the staff. We're definitely gonna have a employee evaluation. I told fucking. them to put a tip jar, and they looked at me like I'm fucking hey, stealing their money. Yeah, right? Next like, time I'm going to a different Home Depot. Where <laughs> 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 they were taking like unscheduled breaks and shit, uh, and uh, I saw them roll. I mean, bro. I know. <laughs> I didn't think a tip jar was too crazy, but no, no, no. apparently. Yeah, but fuck it. You know, and one of them is already working on somebody else's booth instead of their own. Yeah, yeah. no, but that's the homie. Oh, yeah. that's, that's the right. Homie, oh, okay, oh, my oh. bad. And shit, but yeah, I no, it was Ramon right away. I know. I'm I'm writing all this down, bro. Chucking shit. Eh? Why are you upset, bro? You won a prize. I know. I did win a prize and shit. But no, it was uh, it was fun, dude. I I really I really enjoy the the. The chit chatting, the meeting the people, fucking, it, it's just it feels good. It yeah, feels good. It's um, somewhat, somewhat back to normalcy. Yeah, and um, you know, a lot of people were still respectful. It was no no drama this time. Which I, you know, usually there's always a little little fucking pissed off vendor or being there's chill always well. a, a caga stick. It's yeah, it's not at the park, bro. I know, right? No, no even pills. Fucking, yeah. No even pills and shit. But no, it was a uh, it was a fun time. Um, I hope all um, you listeners, you know, give the, the people that we that we brought in, give them a follow, give them a like, 
you know, check out their stories, check out their work, and, um, you know, just give them a support out there, you know? Like, I wish we could have talked to every vendor here, but it was pretty busy. Yeah. Anyway, you know? Yeah. It was pretty busy, and eh, I'm not going to lie. I mean, fucking, yo también andaba de chismoso, güey. ¿A poco? Yeah, no, di, no me digas. Shocker. I know that chismoso. Ah, <laughs> oh, pues qué pedo, qué traes, qué la chingada. But it was fun, you know? But other than that, um... Hey, um, thank you for listening. And, uh, Steps, do you have anything? Uh, no, not really, way. I no? mean, we're just, uh, we're trying to do these more often, man. It was yeah. fun. Uh, we're, uh, we're thinking of setting up some kind of event this year for yeah. our anniversary. So for our anniversary, keep, so. Keep an eye on the, the exact details. So I'm pretty excited about that way. Yeah. Yeah. Keep September open. Yeah. We don't know what day in September, but keep know. it open. Yep. It's gonna hey, be right. fun. Uh, yeah, I heard. I heard music. I heard comedians. I don't know. I, I heard cellas. I'm just throwing it out there. Fucking Fernie, Fernie. Oh shit! <laughs> 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 you sure it's not this guy's lentils? Yeah. Hey, hey, some, these are yours. Hey, we found some glasses those here. Are these? Oh, those are mine. Nah. They are mine. Yeah. They are yours. Está ciego, güey. Está ciego, well, cabrón. You don't see us yeah, fucking. Yeah, mine. I can see through them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Those are really what, yours? Yeah, they're oh, mine. Oh shit. I can see through them. Dude, Dude, you don't see us uh, fucking lentes. I saw his lentes. It's like, wait a minute, this guy's like. Hey, was your nickname one Navista or something or what? No te decían el Magu. Eh, le decían al Casimira. July 24th will be the next event. Make sure you guys are there. July 24th. If not, at least bring coffee. It's gonna be back at the plane. Yeah. For sure. Hey, but you're gonna need better hey, power. The, is the power right, gonna... We're, gonna we're gonna get better power. Oh, okay, right. we'll work on it. I'm starting right. to. I'm getting a little diva on that Every stuff, bro. Every time you show up, the power goes out. Yeah, uh, I can't handle it. Yeah. So, you do like a so, solo. So, <laughs> No, he's and he's he got that type so of low, sucks that type sick. of energy, bro. Yeah, I'm bad for you the know? environment, bro. Hey, <laughs> hey, if you can bring the energy that Ramon bought when he won his skateboard, oh, yeah, dude, you see me run, bro. Boom, he put the he put the. Dude, I've never. I saw you run, Dick. I've never seen you run that fast. Fucking run, dude. Yeah, no. hey, you see with the Cortez. I know, hey, dude. Look at that guy. You see. So yeah, so that was Randy again. So you heard it first, guys. Some event gonna come up July 24th. But that anniversary show. Man, it's gonna be exciting, dude. I'm really uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, let's start brainstorming that. Uh, it's, it's good to see to meet the people that listen to this fucking crazy ass show. I, I don't know, I don't know how you guys fucking deal with this shit. I know, <laughs> right? There's this guy that drove three fucking hours to come. Fucking... Oh, yeah, we got uh, Edgar Alviso yeah. that showed up with his wife and the baby, you know, yeah. like we did a little fucking little little sesh. We talked, caught, caught up and shit, but he he made it, you know. Yeah, so we really appreciate you guys, man. And hopefully we see you guys at another event. And hopefully we could take this fucking thing uh, cross country, man. Because I know yeah. uh, we've been getting hit up for El Paso, a few other places. Yeah, they you know, they want us to go to, yeah, Texas and Arizona. I mean, Dick, we set up in like fucking 10 minutes. No joke. We're, yeah. So we're pretty mobile. We, we got our little Amazon generator fucking putting on some work. We got the mics. We got everything, dude. So we're set, <laughs> man. We got cafe. I know. We got some cafecito oh. going. Solo lo que nos falta son ganas, güey. So we got to <laughs> Y tiempo y feria. <laughs> yeah, feria también. Yeah, hey, anybody uh, can sponsor it. Got toda madre. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, we should end on that no way. <laughs> Before we start getting to uh, Colty. I know, right? Yeah. All right, Raza. Um, uh, this is episode 195. Uh, we five more to the 200. And uh, I wanna, I wanna do a little event, but I gotta talk to the guys. But I'm gonna need the participation of the listeners out there. So once I have better information and I can pitch it better to the guys, uh, I'll share it with everybody. Okay, but we're definitely. Definitely gonna try to plan something for the 
Four year anniversary. Yeah. Sometime in that September. Sure. Yeah, yeah, September. September right? yeah. yeah, sometime in September. Did, yeah. did we settle on the, the spot so it'll be we know the locations of people? Well we gotta we gotta we gotta yeah, see, we, we, we gotta talk. Yeah. We gotta hit some people up. You know, there's a bar, there's a studio, there's a fucking backyard. No. Pinchy parque, we. No parque? <laughs> we gotta talk to Randy, bro. How does this shit work? I know. How does it work? We need to use his insurance. <laughs> Adriana's insurance. <laughs> he said I signed my life away. So if I get chorro on any of his events, I'm fucked. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Good thing I have Kaiser. All right, all right. Fernie, anything? Any, anything don't new? Don't forget your Estasa coffee, bro. Yeah. You can use it. I don't know if that the, the, the coupon code shuffle still works, but you can try it, Wayne. You can try it if it works. Hey, good for you. So, so you know, can plus. get 10%, Wayne. Yeah. You know, it still helps, uh, helps the cause. Dude, that yeah. was some good coffee, man. Thank you, man. Thank hey, you. Good A lot of blood, sweat, and tears goes into that coffee. Those fucking guys you guys picked up from the Home Depot, wait, those guys are putting in work. Yeah. I don't know. We still no? yeah, we gotta evaluate the <laughs> performance. I, I, the La Caja seems a little light, but we ran out of merchandise, so no, <laughs> no sé yeah. cómo like, that that guy's Instagram with that LA is sticky fingers, wait. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's a dead giveaway, wait. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, Rosa. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope you got a lot of good stuff out of it. And con eso, we just like to say, Al ratos with that, eh? Peace. Al ratos votaré. <laughs>